I don't care if you've been drinking ocean spray on your skateboard all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu Spencer, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit. On my left, oldest in the world of Ninja. Black and the Black Times Infinity, take two. <laughs> on my far right, engineering on the one to two, choking people out on the previous post, Kronos. Let's try this one more again. Mm-mm. In the middle, we got your boy Stitch. Everybody in here is mad sus. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, we got your boy Blue. I don't know. Stitch looking a little sus to me. Uh, <laughs> we back up in here. Finally. We thank everybody for being with us. Hey, Carlos, take us with some stats. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got to pull it up. I had it up. <laughs> Listen of the week would be Nixter, person or Nixer, mm. and first in the chat would be nobody so far. Probably because you did have to restart. Yeah, sorry. We fooled people. <laughs> All right, old ninja, you're usually pouring out something. What you sipping on? What you pouring out? Uh, pouring out some Saint Ives. For uh, we got a slightly longer, well, not longer list, but a little longer than average. Real quick, pour one out, pour some out. Uh, we're gonna start out with uh, Clark Middleton, <clears throat> uh, best known for his most current work on NBC's The Blacklist. Uh, veteran actor Clark Middleton has passed away. He had roles in big films such as Sin City, Kill Bill Volume Two, and Snowpiercer. Uh, he has also been in some notable TV shows such as Twin Peaks, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and American Gods. Uh, his wife has stated that he has died due to West Nile virus. God damn! Yeah, he was 63. Uh, next up we have Johnny Nash. Uh, singer, songwriter Johnny Nash has passed away. His most famous single is I Can See Clearly Now, which was released in 1972. Uh, Nash has also done some screen acting, appearing in the 1951 adaptation of Take a Giant Step. Uh, he also sang the theme song to the animated series The Mighty Hercules, or Heracles, in 1963. Uh, Nash is the founder of Cayman Music, which he <laughs> signed Bob Marley and the Wailing Waylands for $50 a week back in the Damn. 60s. Uh, he continued working in the music industry for the next few decades. Uh, he also started another record label called Jad Records, J-A-D Records. Uh, he died in his home in, uh, I think it was Houston, uh, due to natural causes at the age of 80. Uh, next up, we have Conchata Farrell, uh, veteran yeah. actress Conchata Farrell, best known for her work on Two and a Half Men as the character Berta. She's passed away. She's been in films such as Edward Scissorhands, Aaron Brockovich, and Frank and Winnie. Uh, she's also appeared in TV shows such as The Ranch on Netflix, ER, The Wild Thornberries, and Friends. Uh, she's been nominated for three Emmys, and she's been acting for 50 years. She suffered Damn. a cardiac arrest at her home. She was 77. Uh, next up, we have Thomas Jefferson Bird. Thomas Jefferson Bird, best known for being in almost every single Spike Lee film, um, cl including Clockers, He Got Game, Get on the Bus. Uh, he was murdered in Atlanta, Georgia. He was shot multiple times in the back. 
God uh, damn. He, he attended Morris Brown College, my old alma mater, and he received a bachelor's degree in education and later he received a master's degree in fine arts from the California Institute of Arts. Uh, he's featured in which is currently running Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It Netflix series, which I did not know existed. Uh, he'll be featured in the upcoming film Freedom's Path, which will be due out later this year. He was 70 years old. Last but certainly not least, we have Edward Ludwig Von Halen, better known as, <laughs> as rock legend Eddie Van Halen. He has passed away. He was born in the Netherlands, which I had no idea. His family moved to Pasadena, California when he was 10. Eddie and his brother formed the band Van Halen in 1972, and the rest is pretty much history. Uh, charting 13 number one hits, placing in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2007. Uh, their career is long and, and like arduous. Uh, I'm just going to point out a quick couple highlights. Uh, Eddie Van Halen does the guitar solo in Michael Jackson's Beat It. Uh, Eddie and his brother made two tracks to the soundtrack for the pornographic film Sacred Skin. Get a go. Uh, uh, Eddie has three patents under his name related to guitars. Eddie has worked, or Van Halen has worked with numerous artists, including Black Sabbath, Gene Simmons, and even LL Cool J. Um, I think it's kind of impossible for you to live on the planet Earth and not know who Van Halen is. I mean, movies, TV, um, soundtracks they're he's pretty much everywhere uh he I died uh due to pain pancreatic cancer. <laughs> Van Halen. Van Halen. Were, you, were you gonna say something I, yeah I, I was really quickly gonna say I, I had no idea that i guess his, his mom was indonesian mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying his mom was indonesian his mama his mom was indonesian or at the time it wasn't even called indonesia it was called the dutch east indies that's how far back. And his dad was Dutch. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I miss his age. I believe he was in. A, he was sixty-five. There you go. Still young. He was, yeah, he. Got a rave going on over there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I have to reset my lighting. <laughs> and this, this is how you do it. Yeah, it's like it lost connectivity. So here, if anyone wants to see, it's like looks weird. It's, it's adding my flights back in. My network. Oh, quick! Oh, quick correction. He didn't die pan. Well, I've heard his pancreas. It was throat cancer. He had throat cancer. He, he died. Yeah, did he, cancer. Did he blame it on his like pin his pick in his mouth? That's what I heard. What? Yeah, he, apparently he said he, he got he said he got the cancer exact spot where he always said his pick in his mouth. So he assumed that he got the cancer from his pick, the guitar playing pick. Was it lead pick? Uh, yeah, he blamed. Good. So he blames tongue cancer on his habit of holding guitar picks in yeah. 2015 he said he yeah. used metal picks yeah but the the picks were brass and copper he said he got um cancer in his tongue due to it what the fuck? but not yeah. sure if that was scientifically true but he also did he also did a lot of drugs so <laughs> I was about to say, yeah rock and roll man and, rock and so, roll man lives a hard life i'm gonna say this is by his own admission. He literally said, I was smoking and doing a lot of drugs and a lot of everything. End quote. So. Okay. All right. Wasn't there, wasn't there an, um, uh, the guy who did the movie reviews, um, who had throat cancer, 
Did he say he got it from from like going down on a whole bunch of females? Oh, you talking about Roger Ebert? Yeah, didn't he say that? I thought it was joking. Yeah, I mean, you, you never know, man. They be groupies. <laughs> they be groupies in different industries, bro. If those God cake boss, hell. if those cake boss guys can have groupies, what makes you think that Roger Ebert didn't have groupies? Got them review holes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Holy shit! Right. They're like, hey, Roger, review this pussy, and he's like, mm, no, 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 no. Holy fuck! All right, let's. Uh... <laughs> Y'all wanna? We're back, baby. I don't know who wants to do it. Y'all wanna address? Uh, I mean, obviously we did not cast last week, so do we, we want to tell the audience uh, some of the things because there was a lot going on <laughs> that prevented that. Oh, I mean, that's up to y'all. So we can dive right in. We have a lot to discuss. A lot of shit was going on in the world. Well, let's start with. Last week going on, yeah, was because Chronos uh, was out of town. I was. I was out of town, yeah. so I, I did a quick podcast um, just so I can get some content out on Saturday. If you're listening to that, you know, you know what was going on, but for this podcast, um, basically I went to go pick up my oldest daughter in Michigan, so I flew to Michigan on Tuesday, and we drove back from Michigan to California, and we did it in 32 hours. So, oh. yeah, I had, I had like a time frame I had to be back by to pick up the wreath for my mom's memorial services, so I had to be back before Friday, so we didn't we didn't really stop. We just stopped for gas and food. So I drove like 90%, probably like 95% of the time. So oh, damn. yeah, I, I got two, one really short nap, which is like maybe an hour, 30 minutes. And then another one that was like maybe three hours. And then the rest of the time I was driving. So yeah. God yeah. damn, like a trucker. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, lot of uh, sugar-free Red Bulls. <laughs> Wait, somebody right. somebody can't hear me? Really? Yeah. You guys are right? They in the chat. Clay says he cannot hear me. Which That's is like can you hear the rest of the crew? Well, I think so. Okay. I mean the audio is definitely picking up. Yeah. Oh, let me... do some testing on that. Oh yeah. no nobody talk real quick. Test, test, test. Oh. He is right. The audio <laughs> on the uh Clay don't lie. Yeah, we, we can hear you fine. Yeah, there's something wrong with OBS now. Jesus Christ, this is like a terrible day for, for audio. Yeah, my OBS crashed too, so I had to close it out and start it, all up, or start it up again. Well, I definitely can't. I'm not going to close it out again. <clears throat> so. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, so uh, what, are we do what are we doing? Are you fixing technical? I'm working on it right now. Hold on. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, or do we need to be quiet while, oh, we're do, while you're doing there, that? Or there we go. We Let me know it? if you guys can hear me now. You should be able to. So I'll wait for we, Clay or somebody to say something. Confirmation. Yeah. They should be able to, though. Okay. Well, the other part, uh, reason why we didn't record last week either was because I was actually in the hospital. Um, I had some, some stomach issues, and it took your boy out, and I was in the hospital for a good five days so i couldn't i wasn't in a mood to podcast whatsoever and even when we got out like i, I wasn't in a mood to do it on the weekends either because i had to spend some time with uh, the sweetness because she was by herself so the one thing the one takeaway from being in a hospital during a pandemic is you can't have visitors and dude it's fucking lonely as hell in the goddamn hospital room Aww. like i only had only visitors i had was like the nursing staff and like i don't know some of the nursing staff bedside manners wasn't like the greatest 
they just pretty much came in there and did what they had to do and left. No sponge but my baths? Morning, no sponge baths? Uh, no sponge baths. So. Oh, but my, my morning crew was pretty nice. The girl came in, she talked to me, she kept me she kept me informed of what was going on and this and that. So that was pretty cool. But, you know, all my interaction was like either through messages or through video video chat with my with my wife. But uh, yeah, dude, it, it's, I feel sorry for anybody who's in the hospital right now, like fighting some kind of disease and is doing it alone without having family there. So it's hard. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, man. And I lost, oh, dude. I, Everything that happened to me was insane, and I, I'll talk about it one day, but, you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. All right, man. Yeah, we got a, right. a bunch going on. Uh, so we got we got a double dose for y'all for that, for that ass this week, man. Mm -hmm. um, do we want to talk about uh, some serious stuff first? Because, I mean, we had a whole fucking shit show last week. Yeah, we did. I mean, we should definitely start with that. I figured, yeah. I think everybody's waiting for it. Everyone's Go seen ahead. about it. Uh, Trump, so, got, Trump got Rona? Is that what we're doing? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, Trump versus versus the coronavirus. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on beforehand. I mean, it was weird because it was in the middle of the night. I think it was 1 o'clock Eastern time. And we there's this tweet sent from Donald Trump's Twitter account saying that he tested positive for the coronavirus, him and the first lady. And then... All of a sudden, my timeline is full of memes within 30 seconds about Trump's going to die. And, you know, uh, I guess it's not a hoax and drink some Clorox. This, you'll be fine. And just all kinds of stuff. And then within the next, I guess, 24 hours, more people that were uh, in the vicinity of Donald Trump. So people that were in his administration, including um, his little... Actually, no. I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to call her names, but the person that seems to defend him the most is Kellyanne Conway. Is that her name? Or Kaylee? Or Kaylee yeah. something? Kelly. Yeah. We're talking about Kelly. Two different people. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly I was about to say. Is like, yeah. Kaylee is, is the press secretary. So okay. Like Kellyanne Conway used to be press secretary, right? No, no. She used to run this campaign, no? as far as I knew. Well, yeah, like a campaign advisor, senior yeah. campaign but, advisor, some shit like that. But ultimately, both got it. <laughs> both, yeah, both of them got yeah. it. Yeah. Both yeah, but, of them got it. Um, but one, one's got a daughter, though, who goes hard as fuck against her. So that, that's worth yeah, it. Right. Well, let, let, let's, be, let's be real clear on that one. The daughter, teenage daughter, like, dropped it on TikTok and was like, hey, my mama got the Rona. She's endangering us all. I can't stand her. <laughs> this is a, this is the same daughter that was just like, I need to be emancipated. Get me away from this woman. Um, she dropped it, and then the mama was forced basically to be like, Yeah, it, it is true. I, I got the Rona. So she was spilling all the young girl was spilling all that tea. Like, yeah, she that, that's where the story started. It was it wasn't even she was spilling the tea. She was throwing her mom on the fucking bus. She's like. Here she is. My mom doesn't believe in the coronavirus, and she's not wearing a mask. She's coughing on everybody. Got the whole family sick, and she's she's listening to her her Lord and Savior and shit like that. She was put her mom on fucking blab. I was like, damn. Yeah, she hell? was. Uh, she was also um, 
contradicting what was being reported in the news about Donald Trump's health, about how he was doing fine, he was up and about, and she was the first one to be like, no, they're talking about putting him on a ventilator, and, like, he's not doing fine, he's, like, sweating, like, all kinds of stuff. They're all, don't believe, she's literally on here, like, don't believe the shit that they're saying. You Obviously, you can see that you can't see him, I can see him type shit. I was like, well, damn, what's gonna happen now? So, like, um... It was just a whirlwind of stuff. Like, more, as the days went on, more and more people from his administration was going on. Um, uh, Kaylee, uh, I don't remember her last name, but it, I know that people were bringing up receipts about her saying that the president would never let uh, the virus hit, you know, the country. That it would never hit the White House. And there's literally her. It's like a 30 second spot on like Fox News or CNN. Oh, I think yeah. it's Fox saying that this will never happen and people are posting this to her saying you said this is going to happen i guess this didn't happen where where's your commander in chief where's your messiah now type thing and she's like you guys take this out of context we're like oh no context are you serious? yeah she literally reposted you guys took what i said out of context i'm like no there was no way that you would know when this would hit the White House, or if this would hit the White House. And now that it did, and you're being shown your receipts, you're kind of looking like a fool trying to defend your tweets. Like, well, one thing, one thing that kind of came to light too is that so originally I think it was somebody named Hope, Hope something was the first one that had tested positive for the coronavirus within the political party, within Trump's party, and it's not deter- It's not sure when Trump tested positive. But apparently before the presidential debate, like the, his debate with Biden, Trump didn't get, like everybody who was there at the at the debate was tested for the coronavirus except for Trump's party because those motherfuckers showed up late. And because they showed up late, they didn't have enough time to test everybody. And so they pretty much did it on good faith, basically. They're like, hey, you have the Rona? They're like, no, okay, let's go. That's basically what happened with the fucking debate. And it's like, are you fucking serious? And like. Most of his party wasn't even wearing masks the whole fucking time either, which is like, are you guys fucking serious? That guy really don't take this shit serious. And then, uh, to make matters kind of worse, he takes his Secret Service team in a oh, condensed yeah. SUV to do what? photo ops out there. Yeah, you're jumping ahead. Because then we got reports. We got reports that he was going to head to Walter Reed Hospital and Marine One was going to bring him there. And uh, everyone was like, oh shit, that's crazy serious. Um, so we see the helicopter parked on the front uh, lawn of the White House and everything. And everyone's waiting to see like, all right, are they going to... Everyone knows that the world... He knows that the world's watching, so he can't just go limping over into the fucking... Uh, <laughs> into the, into the uh, helicopter, go on a stretcher, so... They gotta fucking pump him up with as much uh, every ounce of strength he has to actually walk over to the motherfucker. <laughs> and then uh, they put him, he gets in the helicopter, flies however the, the distance is from the helicopter, I mean, from the uh, White House to the, to the hospital. It, it, I guess it's not that far, but it's, it's whatever. They just didn't want to risk a, a vehicle traffic or whatever. So then he goes to the hospital. He's in the hospital, uh, checked in, and uh, it's all quiet for a little bit. Then he starts tweeting, making all these these videos, saying I'm doing okay, blah 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 blah. Uh, I'll be back shortly. And I think it was the next day, maybe it was probably less than 24 hours. 
but uh, he decides to. I, it almost I thought he was like leaving initially. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, he's ready to go" or something. And of course, his his band of idiots are outside, like cheering him on, and be like, "Oh yay!" with having a, a mini little rally on the corner of the, the hospital. And he decides to uh, hop in the SUV with Secret Service and uh, do a little nice little drive by so he can see the fans of his and everything inside the fucking bulletproof. Uh, I can't think of the actual word for it, but hermetically it's like, sealed, yeah. hermetically sealed SUV or whatever with his Secret Service members inside. Uh, well, so he can just wave at the people. And I was just like, you got to be fucking. And people were, were like really outraged. And even though like the the Secret Service can't obviously publicly comment on things like that, it was coming out through like back channels that people of like the the secret service community i guess maybe retired agents and stuff like that were just like yo this is fucking ridiculous like it's one thing to like sign up to like when you're a secret service agent to like put your life on the line for the president but the president isn't supposed to risk your life like doing shit or whatever the president isn't supposed to like possibly kill you or get you sick and shit like that and so that's essentially kind of what he was doing by having him in this fucking airtight rolling death chamber with yeah. with this man who has the fucking vibe to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, what Carlos got in here. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Carlos hasn't got in here at all. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mike is fixed. Let's get him in there. Oh, you got to skip some, skip some stuff when you were talking about the Rona. Yeah, like one of them was, you know, the the doctor, like when he was, when they first, when Trump first went to the hospital, there was a team of doctors and one was a total fucking tool where they asked him, you know, was, you know, President Trump on oxygen? He's like, well, he wasn't on oxygen today. He's like, no, was he on oxygen at all? Well, not today. And it's like, look, motherfucker, we know not today, like before, was he on oxygen? He was so evasive about the answering the question and then of course the next day he was like oh yeah you know he was on oxygen on on thursday night and, and friday and it's like just tell the goddamn truth just tell the truth yep. you know like the fact that they're lying about this this shit and the fact that you know president trump has been so dismissive about this virus like and he's still and even now he's saying that he thinks he's immune for some reason like you're not immune you jackass like how could you possibly think you're immune people got people get reinfected you know it's like they haven't figured this out he didn't get a vaccine like people on the right are saying. It wasn't a vaccine. It was a therapeutic that he got to deal with his symptoms. And now he's supposedly not, um, he's supposedly negative now for COVID-19. But it's like for a while, they wouldn't even say if he was negative or not. Like he he was having, he was going out and having these rallies and he was still, they would still wouldn't say if he was negative or not. And it was like, it, it's so insane to me that that would happen. And going back to like the, the whole debate thing. Um, Chris Wallace, I think that's the guy's name, he, he came out, he was pissed because everybody in the, uh, in that area was supposed to wear a mask for that debate. And they came through and they didn't, like, the, his whole, like, family didn't wear a mask, his advisors didn't wear a mask, and people from that, it was, it was agreed upon that everybody wear a mask, like, before everybody got there. And the people that worked there, they even walked up to them and offered them masks and they just waved them away. Like they're basically like a monarchy in America. It's like, no, you're not above, you know, these rules. You're not above the law. Like you need to serve. And that's one of the things that, one of the reasons why we're not having another debate is because first they were demanding that if we're doing another debate, 
if you don't wear a mask, you're getting kicked out. It doesn't matter who you are, which, yeah, that's the way it should have been. Because the only people that were supposed to not wear masks were Chris Wallace, Joe Biden, and President Trump while they were doing the debate. So they were just totally, you know, ignored those rules. And yeah, I mean, the fact that he's now he's saying he's immune, he's going out and doing more, you know, tours and all this stuff is just like so insane. And the, and the fact that they were trying to cover up his illness by wearing yeah. more makeup and trying to cover up like his his uh, intubation, not intubation, like his IV <laughs> stuff. And it's just like, dude, you're sick. And and like when he, when he came, when, they, when he flew back like a couple days after, which is so stupid. I don't know why you would fly this, this man back into a, a, a place that is full of people when he's clearly infectious. He gets off the damn helicopter, goes up to like the veranda and takes his mask off. And you can see him wheezing for breath. You yep. can literally see him wheezing for breath. And all just to make a, a point, like you're putting people's lives at risk to make it seem like to make to show to him a show of strength but it's not a show of strength you're an obese 74 year old man nothing about you screams strength all right <laughs> come on now man you can't even do a push-up <laughs> like to kind of piggyback on the the doctor thing too like the doctors were talking about how because i remember him coming out the saying something like uh yeah trump's in good health and he's he's breathing on his own and this and that. And he was like really pumping up that Trump was like doing really well. But then like the next day he like flip flopped his story and it's like, dude, like, come on. I mean, I'm pretty sure Trump probably was fucking stepping on his fucking testicles telling him to say all this stuff. But like the, the fact that the information that we were getting from the doctors was, was so incorrect, was very uh, discerning. Well, eventually you never yeah, even um, saw him again. Like they just cut the guy out. Like they, you never saw that guy. After the second day, the guy was gone. Yeah. Real, real quickly, uh, just to give uh, some additional insight, um, Regeneron is the uh, drug company. Um, they uh, deliver wait, these monoclonal antibodies. But is that a Decepticon or? or yeah, no. it sounds like it. But here's what here's what I found fascinating um, in terms of larger context. You got to remember this too. The whole reason why you got this treatment with antibodies, according to the scientists, not me. Uh, is as a result of stem stem cell testing, mm -hmm. and you know if, if you're going to be anti stem cell, which I think is ridiculously stupid and short sighted, then you shouldn't be uh, for any treatments that came as a result of that either. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So yeah, his his drug was experimental, was it not? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not approved by the FDA. Well, you know, so, so don't go thinking that you and your hillbilly dumbass can get that treatment. Yeah, no. Because it, it won't happen. And let's also be clear about something else about COVID-19 that's been sort of misinformation that they're conveniently leaving off because there's nobody that gives, you know, um, updates for the coronavirus anymore. The task force seems to be dismantled at this point. Kenny McEnany is still infectious. President Trump doesn't really seem to care about talking about these actual issues. But I will tell you, two of the vaccine candidates are now on pause. Two of the four mm -hmm. yep. have been paused. Eli Lilly was one. Yeah, and uh, so uh, was uh, Johnson & Johnson. Both of those uh, trials yep. are so, on pause. With, with no, there's, they haven't said when they're going to restart the trials. So For safety what, reasons. Let's what, just be clear on that. Yeah. So that, what, that means some shit. Some patient that was in a clinical trial or a series of patients had adverse effects as a result of that vaccine that they were testing and they had to stop it for fucking safety. So just think one, about the, that. The one that got me was the Johnson and Johnson test because 
it says like Prodigy just said they they developed an unforeseen illness and they don't know how they got it. So now yeah. they had to stop so they can do more research on what happened. What so I had last like, time too, like earlier in the month, or I think it was like last month, they had to stop testing because somebody came down with some mysterious illness and they're like, okay, we need to pause everything and go back to. It's basically like the scene from fucking Spider-Man. I mean, go back to testing. <laughs> yeah, but this this is what I said. I think the last podcast. I'm like, or maybe a couple of podcasts ago, is like. You can't sit there and tout that you're rushing these vaccines. It's not safe to rush anything that has to do with trying to cure any sort of virus. Like, it seems incredibly stupid to me, especially when it keeps saying, oh, we'll have it, you know, in the summertime, a vaccine. Oh, we'll have it before the end of the year. Based upon what evidence would you think that we would have this done by the end of the, by the, end of the year? You know, he, he keeps saying that, you know, we're, we're breaking records, you know, this is going to be the fastest vaccine ever. But nobody cares about how fast you get the vaccine. They care about the vaccine is safe to take. All right, that's what they care about. That doesn't have unforeseen consequences, which we're already seeing half. I think it's half the trials now are on pause because there's only four, because they because there's some sort of health issue with them, and he's but they're gonna they're gonna keep out there putting out this misinformation. Meanwhile, thousands of people are continuing to die from these viruses because they think that there's a vaccine on the way and that we have therapeutics that are widely available to the public, which they are not. So please stay your ass at home. And wear a mask and stop spreading this 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 disease. I'm seeing a uh, for the past couple of weeks we we flattened it like it flattened, but now it's going up again because of stupid shit like this. Because President Trump, he's you know oh I'm fine from the, when he clearly was not fine from getting this. He survived, yes, but he's he wasn't okay. And look at it, his wife was talking about her symptoms, and it didn't sound great, you know. No. So don't don't think that just because this old man survived. That it's okay to go out to, to go out and party again because it's, it's going to keep going up and we're going to continue to suffer as a nation because people aren't listening because because we have somebody that's in in the oval office that doesn't actually believe in science that doesn't understand the way anything really works so well like we can't really so, say he tried it since he had all of this experimental drugs that were fucking pumped into him so true he, he, um, he basically had cheat hit he had money basically that's what it came down to he had money no it wasn't it, that no it wasn't even it wasn't money blue that was our that's taxpayer ours. money he didn't pay for he didn't you yeah, not a dime came out of his pocket we took them out walter reed is basically just like taxpayer funded <laughs> hospitals not like a private hospital it's yeah, not yeah. like uh you know, it's a military uh, hospital. Any any <laughs> local hospital, or even a county hospital, it, it's it's military hospital, and you know your tax dollars certainly pay for it. And again, you know, most people, nobody else is going to be getting experimental treatments that aren't you know approved by the FDA. That's that's just not how the world works. But but let's let's back up on one other quick thing. Remember, none of this was absolutely necessary. No, he. He, he fucking decided over and over and over again, even after the cautionary tale of Herman Cain, to have as many rallies as he wanted um, and, you know, close gatherings without, usually without uh, a whole lot of people wearing masks. That's something he fucking wanted and did over and over again. And it was like Russian roulette. And there was a super spreader event that is entirely this administration's fault and Trump's fault. I mean... There's no two ways about it. Is Blue making a phone call? I think so. What yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's got deals that's, to make. That's, that's a first. She's not home yet. What? Oh, no, if you need to take, yeah, handle that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, that, that got me off the roll. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, we, we all we all know it. It, it. it was ugly. And the other thing, just on on a lighter side, you goddamn right, there was some funny ass fucking memes on this shit. I mean, the the memes were about the fucking hypocrisy. And you know, he 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 didn't pass away. But if you're gonna talk all this, all kind of shit about the virus and be dismissive of it and lie about it for months and months and months, and then you eventually get it, the fuck you think the internet is gonna do? You know what I mean? They're not gonna give you a fucking pass. Yeah, you know, I, you deserve all the jokes. I understand like jokes and all that stuff, but it's just like, listen, I didn't, I didn't wish the guy death because if that guy would have died, oh my fucking god, our nation would have been fucked for a minute. Like seriously, uh, I, 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 I can appreciate that. I, I really can. And at the same time, I'm also gonna say this: <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> in, in a lot of ways, fuck the guy. But, 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 I'm gonna be real. Regardless of someone wishing something, that does not make that doesn't like in, in, uh, embolden the fucking virus. That's not how you know science works in yeah. terms of if I'm in a home, my home in Montana, and I wish that this would happen to the president, nothing fucking happens. No tangible fucking event occurs as a result of that. So no, no, I, no, no, no. You're wrong. You're wrong. Thoughts and prayers always work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was, it was just, it was fucking laughable to me. I was just like, and I, you know, I, I shared a whole bunch of memes and jokes and whatnot, but at the same oh, time, fire. yeah, <laughs> but, but it was, it's, it's just ridiculous. Your desire for ill will with somebody, you don't have a voodoo doll. There's, there's no superstition or thoughts that are going to make a, a virus more deadly than it already is. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. And he got experimental treatment and he survived it. But you know, thoughts about it—they don't—they don't mean shit. They don't affect shit. <laughs> Sorry. It, no, it's—it's it, it's wild. I mean, I—I I don't even know if, how many hours of sleep did you get that night? <laughs> you were just—you were flooding the memes like this. It was—it was epic. Like I was like, I'm here for all of the memes. I was just constantly refreshing, 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 and you were just throwing them out there meme after meme after it was it was good trolling it was i mean it was good i mean was, yeah it was it was good trolling the people are like literally out there hoping the guy would die and i'm just like mm. and yeah obviously you're right you know prodigy all the hopes and prayers that you have about some guy dying it ain't gonna fucking come to fruition but if, if it had happened you got to think about the consequences to america and they'd have been fucking dying oh, yeah. that's, that's all i'm thinking about it would have been a complete a complete shitstorm because technically voting is underway and yep, I I voted mean, today. we've had instances where where uh, obviously a president has like passed away and we know how the power transfer works however we were just in like some completely unknown territory where it's like okay if we're in the actual election process itself and yep. one of the candidates hypothetically were to have passed away then what happens with the <laughs> election does it just like like it was a bunch of questions that like a lot of people some people were kind of asking but some people didn't really know the answer to because it would just been completely unprecedented but it's just like okay because i saw some people saying like you can't have somebody officially on a ballot who's passed away or something mm. but I, you can. I i i mean i don't i don't know the, the actual legitimacy be, behind it but we all know that would have been a whole fucking Fight in court to be yeah to begin with, yeah. to begin with because then they would have been like oh no the election shouldn't count we should get a redo and that would have been settled in courts and yeah. we would have just been in the wind for months Actually, with, of, of just not knowing what the fuck to do. 
while, while we're on this I topic, really, go ahead, go ahead, Blue. No, I was gonna say, I just, I'm, I'm not gonna walk away, but I, I really w hope that he was gonna like suffer from it and like learn from it and like, you know, hopefully make his country better from his experience. But now it's like, fuck you. It's like he, how can you take shit and make it shittier? And he basically figured that out and fucking is doing that right now. He's basically out there saying that the virus isn't real. He survived it. He's immune. Like even when he did his little rap, his recent rally, he talked about how he's gonna go down to the audience and kiss everybody, kiss all the mans, kiss all, kiss all the beautiful women, not the ugly women, the beautiful women. <laughs> Can I, he he's trying to be Tupac. Yeah. While we're on the same topic, I want to I want to give a special fuck you to Nancy Pelosi during these times. Mm. And let, let me explain myself. All right. So first of all, like while he was you know sick or whatever, she talked about uh, talking about the discussing the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which is basically transferring of power from the president to the vice president. What the fuck happened to that? She said it, nothing happened. She didn't, she just said it for some reason in front of all the cameras, nothing became of that. Also, a huge fuck you, because she continues to play these, got both sides, but she tries to take the moral high ground, but they're playing games with American lives. And what I mean by that is by not passing another stimulus bill for America, because they don't want to get all these little things they want in there, because it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect, all right? If President Trump is willing to, or the other side in general, is willing to give you most of the things that you want, at this point, take it. Because you went on a goddamn vacation when you should have been sitting there negotiating to get money into people's hands and to getting money to, you know, help with this, with this coronavirus thing. But no, you didn't. You're getting paid to go home on a vacation into your nice homes while people are literally dying and getting kicked out of their goddamn homes, all because... You want to get some little piece in there that you need to get in there. People don't care about the little piece that you're talking about. What they need is actual help, and you're not fucking helping. And the fact that you get on TV and you try to make it seem like you're trying to help people because you think you know what's right, and everybody's fucking suffering. I can't stand that moral high ground nonsense where she has no grounds to stand on. I don't know if you guys saw this, but she was talking to Wolf yeah. Blitzer, and she was so dismissive and cunty to him about I know I help people what do you do it's like you're not helping anybody right now you're not even doing your job you are a public servant and the fact that she tried to go out there and call Andrew Yang a sexist because he called her Nancy once are you serious he calls Joe Biden who is the vice president to the United States Joe all the time like who cares if he calls you by your first, first name, name. You're, you're not you're not a queen you're a public servant okay you serve us you don't need a special title. You're not even entitled to a special title because you serve us. And I think that it's about time that these stupid ass politicians get knocked down a notch and understand who the fuck they work for. It's us. And it's on both sides. And I don't think that the left gets enough of this shit. Yeah, I, I will say this. Um, I don't think there should be any limits at all uh, when it comes to the stimulus uh, or relief. I, I really don't. I, I think it's ridiculous I, that uh, we haven't gotten additional additional money as a country or as citizens. Um, but I don't see why it has to, there, there's this, oh, it can only be 1.7 trillion versus 2.2 trillion. I, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I don't see why there should be a cap when we're in unprecedented times. I really don't. I mean, but, it's, it's, it's kind of fucked up. 
what kind of fucked up is like all like the whole PPE thing they they did where they were giving companies money to mm-hmm. yeah. to use it, pay for their employees stuff like that. How many people are coming out for for doing fraud of that? Like millions of dollars are being fucking misused for that. That was supposed to be used for people, and these motherfuckers are out there buying fucking Lamborghinis and Ferraris and shit. It's huh? like they they need to give the money to the people and let the people use the money to help these businesses what I and said not the just to the businesses just gonna help themselves. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what's, I mean, I obviously have seen like the headline, like 1.6 versus 1.3 trillion and stuff like that. Um, I don't know what is actually in the non-headline part of the bill in terms of like who's getting relief and where this other money is going to, because what did sort of stick out to me, and I'm not obviously not, I'm not defending her or whatever, because I haven't read the, in terms of what actually is, is included in a stimulus uh, bill uh, other than the, the total amount because I remember when they first started giving out stimulus money and and stuff for like small businesses and then all of a sudden you see the Los Angeles Lakers uh, getting free money from the government and all these other companies that are just happen to just get hooked up through the government while these other actual legit small businesses are getting fucked now I don't know if there's something going on in that as well with this new stimulus yes bill that was, that's what's uh, happening being, <laughs> Yeah, well, I, so I, I don't know I don't if that's what the, the whole trip up is, but I, I mean, I, I, I think we should sort of look into it a little bit, but obviously there's people that are, you know, I can't, I can't hear myself talk to my echo. Yeah, you're echoing. I don't know why. It's it's not me because I'm in mean, here. There you go. I, I, I think it was literally talking to hear myself talk. There you go. I think uh, it was blue. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, so. I think some stuff does need to maybe be looked into it, but it's not at the point where you need to hijack and, and hold a gun to the entire American population with uh, with the money going on uh, for- that's not being flowed into people's pockets and homes and stuff like that. And it's for months. For months. I, well, the last stimulus check was like, what, five months ago? Maybe more than that. I wonder if it's April, maybe. Yeah, maybe. it was March. like it's been a, it's been like a long time for you to go through there with a yeah. fine tooth comb and figure some shit out. But instead, yeah. you took a vacation. Both sides, you took a vacation. You know, it's yeah. like come on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it definitely is definitely both sides. I mean, you saw. I guess Trump was like, nope, we're not not till after the election. I'm not discussing yep. giving any money nope. or whatever like that. And it's just like no, but after like, that, hold on, hold even, on, even... Stitch. But after that, he literally said, "We'll give you like 1.9 trillion dollars," and then but, she still well, said yeah. no. She still yeah, said no. It's the, whole, it's the whole point of both sides playing a stupid fucking yeah. chicken game or whatever. It's like, what, but, look outside the window and see what the fuck's going on right now. Like, read the room. Yeah. Or whatever. There's, like, there's, there's, there's drastic suffering. I, I, I'm with you guys on most of what you're saying. Again, my only thing is, I don't see where the arbitrary, like, ceiling, ceiling has to be. And yes, maybe you can look into the details. I will say this, uh, yes, the Lakers are a, a trillion dollar a, a huge company in terms of being in the NBA, I, I get all that, but it's not like, all, there are very few companies that haven't suffered in some way from from, from this economic slowdown of this year. Well, so this... I, I say just spend all the money. I really, we're, we're in trillions of dollars of debt anyway. Um, give, give the money out. I, I don't I don't like the limit stuff of, of this this uh, particular decimal point is is more favorable to this person. Yeah, give it all. Well, the, the reason I just why want I, to make sure the right right people get it. Yeah, I mean the reason why I'm generally against corporations getting it 
is because these corporations have made uh, the vast majority of them recently have made record profits in years. Meanwhile, but yet they're they're pulling down these PPP loans. But they, they expect people to have what six months worth of savings, and all of a sudden in two weeks, a corporation that made three trillion dollars last year can't survive a month. What? Yep. How, why is the that, American that, taxpayer? That yeah. Why is the American taxpayer on the bill for that? Like, why, why are we footing that bill? We, we should not be footing the bill for private corporations. They're private, I'm sorry, even public, you know, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me that we're paying these corporations out of our pockets because of their mismanagement. Give the money to the people. They're the ones who need it. They're the ones who need to survive. I don't care if every single corporation in America dies as long as families are fed and we can, you know, at least survive. Yeah, I mean, there, there, are, there are some corporations that are so big and actually in agricultural uh food and agriculture that they could adversely impact americans ability to feed themselves but well, uh, in general not, not, not I, if I we're still not if we're here. still buying food if we have enough money to, to at least pay for food those places don't go out of business because obviously we still need to buy food right so that's that's a guarantee that's why i said if we have like enough money to have essential shit we'll make sure that the actual essential shit gets taken care of instead of this you know extraneous nonsense yeah, Ruth. Ruth Chris doesn't fall in that category. Yeah, <laughs> but those steaks are good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, hold on, hold on. And at the same time, one other thing, because Cake Man just brought it up, I forgot to say it. But a lot of these corporations aren't paying federal taxes. So why are that they extracting out of our tax money, out of our tax dollars, and they don't put a single goddamn thing in? Like right, seriously, exactly. it's it should be Amazon's illegal. Horrible. I don't I don't know why it's not yep. illegal. There there are there are churches that got money from PPP loans. How is that legal? They've never once put anything back into our economy. Zero. Why are we doing this? Yeah, that should. Wasn't that's it, fat. The that rapper, needs to be it, rapper Scarface or something like that. He was one of the guys that got um, got caught for for doing that PPE fraud. So did Kanye Wait, West. Scarface from Houston? I don't think Scarface did. He needs a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> Scarface got COVID actually and survived it. And he needs he, he needs a kidney now. He might he Why? might die. Yeah, he needs a kidney. He had it the worst. What's her name? Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kanye West got it from for Yeezy. Uh, hi, what's, the, what's the girl from? Um, oh God, who's the boss? Uh, Alyssa Milano. She had got COVID early on, and she was talking about her her um, her experience with it. She like she said she lost clumps of hair, like her body like was constantly like weak, like she had like issues like getting up and stuff like that. And she's like, it's already been like what like seven months since she had it, and she's still suffering from it. We we don't we do not know the long term effects, and so anybody yeah. dismissing it that's had it already this year, who still has the possibility of uh, reacquiring this virus, uh, needs to pay close attention to their to their health and to their doctors. Again, long term effects are unknown to be determined. Somebody just died from being reinfected, by the way. Yep. Um, can we switch so it up a little bit? Um... Oh. Maurice uh, Fainy, Fainy, he's uh, he's on Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> I don't know what's his rapper name. What well, is I don't know. I don't know who he is either, but he's a rapper. Okay, yeah, doesn't sound like Scarface, but that's all good. Uh, can we get into Vanilla Isis? <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking that's, uh... Christ. Um, these uh. I'm going to call them terrorists because that is what they are charged with. Not are militia. Terrorists. 
fucking terrorists. Uh, that, kudos to the fucking FBI for spoiling and uh, preventing a terrorist plot to kidnap and most likely do some serious harm, if not kill, uh, the Governor Whitman, I think is her name? Whitmore. Is that, is that her? I think it's Whitmore. Whitmore, okay. Okay, yeah. Whitmore. She actually reminds me of like a, a Michigan version of, of, of uh, Peggy Carter for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, she, she was going to get kidnapped by, I think it was up to 13 uh, terrorists <laughs> in Michigan, domestic terrorists in Michigan. Uh, we're calling uh, Vanilla ISIS. Wait, did you say titties? What the fuck? I don't know what you're gonna say. Okay. Well, anyway, what, what, what's what say y'all? This was big shit. Yeah, I mean, it was... it's... go ahead, Sitch. No, no, I was just gonna say it's wild. Uh, I was, I think I was driving up to like uh, Tahoe or whatever, and I heard this like news break on on the radio, and I was just like. What the fuck? I was I was just like completely like taken aback, and at the same time wondering why this isn't more of a huge national story or whatever. It's like that's a big fucking deal. Like you're arrested for a, a plot to kidnap a working acting governor for the state of Michigan. Uh, it was what eleven or thirteen of them. Uh, they showed, I guess, um, from the previous, I guess, rallies in terms of like liberate Michigan kinds of shit like that that some of these people were up on the stage and everything and and pissed off at the governor for not opening up the state and then when you read some of the uh the research on the uh, I guess the case that was worked they, they've been working this case for months it wasn't like they got a a tip and then they did it all within like a week or two days like they were actually they did their research on this group they had like we're doing like firearms and like explosive training and all kinds of just crazy wild shit. This wasn't like some like fly mm -hmm. by the night, like, oh, we're just sitting around the table drinking some beers. Oh, let's kidnap the governor. Like, no, they they were, they had this plan and they were like in motion, like training, working out contingency plans, all kinds of crazy shit. They knew where her summer home was. And it was, they actively stopped this crazy thing from fucking happening. So kudos to like the FBI, who a lot of times they, they never get nearly enough credit for that they deserve for a lot of shit that they do and it's Whit especially from the president yeah it's it's whitmer my, my bad not whitmore um no problem yeah you know what's what's insane to me is that uh, from from what i understand so far from these terrorists is that they were mad basically because they had to wear masks and they were <laughs> thought that you know it should that y'all got that same vibe yep yep but what's insane yep. to me is that they're not actually mad at all about the police and the police state killing their own citizens. Nope. Like, that doesn't hit your radar at all? You're not mad about that? Like, why aren't you mad about that? If just wearing a mask is like you're draw a, sign, draw a line in the sand, you're a bunch of weak-ass fucking people. Okay? That's not tyranny. It's somebody trying to keep you safe and, and our society safe. What is a serious problem in America is police brutality. And y'all don't seem to give a shit about that. I don't see you motherfuckers at any kind of rallies fighting for actual uh, citizens' rights or anything like that. You're just mad because you got inconvenienced because somebody told you what to do. Like, these people are so weak in America now, it's it's amazing to me. Like, any sort of small inconvenience for them, meanwhile, people deal with huge, gigantic um, inconveniences to this day at the hands of the state, and they just choose to ignore that. But as soon as they get any kind of minor sand in, sand in, sand in their little clit, they get so angry about it. You know, meanwhile, there's whole families that have been torn apart from the drug war. 
whole families that have been torn apart by police brutality, whole families been torn apart by just you can name a, a thousand different things, but all of a sudden you got to put on a cloth mask and that's your that's your last stand. Are you serious? And I, well, talk about the what added fuel to the fucking fire. Well, you talking President you Trump? Trump? Yeah, President Trump. Yeah, trying Trump to take credit. Oh, go ahead. What did you say? Well, trying to take credit, and then he actually talked trash against the the governor. It's like there was a plot against her life. And yeah, she's she's the victim. Yeah, he like, <laughs> like talked trash about her. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Like, sir, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. The the fact that he literally was like, she's not doing her job, and it, it's 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 like, how can this guy get any fucking worse? And but he's the fact like, that he even, he he tweeted like to about three different states. I think it was it was Michigan. Um, I think it was Washington, Washington and, yeah. and Illinois. Yeah, he said to liberate them, and that's literally what they said. They wanted to liberate. They used his words while exactly. having this plot, and nobody, people are just like, "Oh, it's good to go. It's good to go." Yep. They're just boys. Boys would be boys, I guess. I, I'm also. I also got some fucking smoke for the media, yeah. in general again, because yep. we've 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 talked about this before. I'm gonna fucking say it. Look here. Some of the folks in the media, there's way too many to even fucking count, started wrongfully calling this group militia folks. That is not the fucking case. Just because the people are white or European Americans, whatever you want to call them, does not mean they cannot be terrorists. They were charged with terrorism and they are a plot to uh, commit terrorism, whatever you want to call it. And that is exactly what kidnapping an, a, an elected official, like a governor, fucking is. You're trying to achieve a political uh, outcome through violence, textbook definition of terrorism. Yes, it is. I don't know. I don't know why there was all this fucking hemming and hawing and handholding and, 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 and unease about that. Timothy McVeigh was a fucking terrorist. You know, uh, these guys are fucking terrorists. They are not in the Taliban. But they are terrorists. Deal with did it. Did you did you see the sheriff from that county with his uh interview mm -hmm. that he gave where he was just pretty much being like, Well, um well first of all they will they were potentially making a citizen's arrest, which in, in Michigan that's a that's a legal thing to to they, do. They got blah 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 blah. They were gonna find somebody. It is the most wild thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And he's just like, Well, obviously innocent until proven guilty but in michigan you you are allowed to make a citizen's arrest and we know that there are a lot of people that are pissed off at the governor for some of the things that she's done here so we just need to let the facts come out about blah blah and i was just like everyone's head was just like sort of like just turning like what the fuck is this guy even like talking about like is he is he in on this also it, it was absolutely wild i to like see you guys like the link afterwards yeah I, I saw him but, talk about it it's that guy, she needs to be fired immediately. The guy yeah, should not be running McDonald's. Just... <laughs> it really is. He does, yeah. he does remind me of like Louis Anderson from uh, <laughs> Coming to America. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this week we're mopping floors. Next week is the front. But yeah, but you, I mean, and then before that, um, we obviously had the the appearance of the the notorious fly. The, the world's most famous fly that happened <laughs> at the, uh, the vice president thing. I mean, obviously it was much more calm and and more civil than the previous uh, debate and everything, but obviously a fly became a big talking point of the night afterward, which was hilarious, but that happened like the day before, two days before, but yeah, I just want to give the fly some love. Actually, the, the fly the fly <laughs> came back. Did y'all see it? Yeah, I saw it. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it came back with uh, the Supreme Court nominee. 
She I to, did. She got to fly too. It's fucking hilarious. Some, somebody, somebody's out there. Go ahead. Just, like jumping back real quick to the whole PPP fraud thingy. So the rapper who I was talking about is actually Pretty Ricky. So it's uh, Diamond Blue Smith from the group Pretty Ricky that has the okay. fraud stuff going on. There you go. I, I will say this on on the fly stuff with the uh, with Pence. And again, it's not always about appearance and all that. I get that, but goddamn, did this motherfucker look bad? It looked like someone nutted in his goddamn eye. Yeah, that was shit fun. was red and fucking gnarly looking. And of course, the, the suspicions were running wild that maybe he had the Rona. You know, yeah, so far it looks like that isn't the case. But I mean, yo, you you don't usually get on national TV with your eye looking that fucked up. So well, he looked all fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. It was like a goddamn zombie the way he was talking. Yeah. I think he's like a Manchurian candidate, to be honest with you. He could be the Manchurian candidate. He could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking be. Holy shit. All right. Did you guys see the, the SNL skit that they did for the for the vice president's debate on, I think it was like Wait. last weekend? Are you talking about Bill Burr's? Or? I watched no, Bill Burr's. No, um, they did. It was with... Um, Oh god! So the week before was a presidential debate. They had Jim Carrey, who was Biden, but then oh, this, for the vice president debate, they had um, uh, Maya Ru- Rudolph and some one, one another one of the actor guys. But fucking <laughs> Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey's character played Jim Carrey played the fucking fly that landed on it. So Jim Carrey <laughs> played Biden, who teleported into the machine that they used in the movie Fly to Biden's <laughs> head. So while Jim, while Jim Carrey, Joe Biden, he starts to turn into Jeff Goldblum as the fucking fly and starts doing all kind of wild. It was so fucking funny. It was, oh man, it was fucking oh, great. Oh, I missed that. Oh, oh yeah, fuck. You, you gotta check it out. It's up on YouTube. But Jim Carrey did a bomb ass fucking jo- uh, job at Joe Biden, oh, and Bill- then he did a really good job at Joe Joe Go- uh, Jeff Goldblum too. Well, Bill Burr did a really good monologue. If y'all want to watch, if y'all want to get real uncomfortable, if you're a uh, have to be European American, especially if you're a female. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, he uh, he went deep on some shit, and people were trying to be mad. I'm like, no, don't be mad. Everything you said no. was pretty much fucking truth. Did yeah. you see? His, did you see his Boston his Boston pumpkin beer skit that he did? No, no. I'm drinking I'm drinking pumpkin beer right now, and man, that shit was fucking hilarious. You gotta watch that shit. You got you got some uh, was it Buffalo Bills pumpkin beer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm still sober, so nice. it's terrible. By the way. <laughs> it's a hard time to be sober, man. Bro, I commend you. You don't even know. <laughs> like, oh my god, I got what? It's the fourteenth. I got there. I got like sixteen days left. Yeah, Well, you started early too. I did. Sixteen or seventeen. I don't I know. Got on November first, whenever the fuck that is, I'll drink again. There you go. Um, okay, let, let let's switch it up a little bit. Uh, god damn. This Among Us game seems to be have taken over the fucking world. Everybody's sus, I think. Am I using that right? Is that what the kids Hell say? Yeah, dude. Yeah. What what is this? I downloaded it. I don't even know what I have. I think Blue and Stitch have been enjoying this. One of you sus. Break it down. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's this game called Among Us, and um I had sort of been seeing like some memes and everything and uh hearing people say it's really fun and and i watched a couple like twitch videos on it just to kind of get the, the feel on, on what it is that's going on and um it's a it's a mobile game where you can play it on pc you can get it on steam i'm not sure how much it's uh, five dollars mobile five dollars on on your phone it's free 
And essentially what it is, it's um, you, you join this lobby, there'll be, there'll be like maybe 10 people. Just up to 10, yeah. Yeah, up to 10 people. And you're in this like sort of spaceship or a different map. One of the maps is like a spaceship. And all the little alien or the little astronaut characters are like a different color, like red, black, blue, green, yellow, orange, whatever. And um, at the beginning of each match, when you go into like the, uh, I guess the loading screen, it'll let you know if you're a crew member or an imposter. The imposter's job is to kill all the other crew members without like getting caught and everything. Yeah. So the game will start and on your little side window, it'll give you like a bunch of tasks that you have to complete around the ship. They're kind of like, they're just little simple tasks. Like you have to connect like some little wires and stuff and like electrical, go over to the engine room, do whatever. But no, there's, one person there that's like pretending to be one of you guys but he'll, he'll just kill you he's got like a one you can just hit a little button and he'll kill you and stuff like that so, so that there could be up to three imposters in a game so it could be one yeah. two or three imposter in a game yeah you can you can change the settings on, on that and yeah. um pretty much if you think that somebody is the imposter you can run to like this like main area which is like normally like the cafeteria room you'll hit this like big red button and it'll call like an emergency. They'll call like an emergency meeting, and it brings everyone to the lobby. And you can't talk while you're in the actual game. Like the chat's disabled. You can't speak to anybody. But then when you go to the lobby, if you're playing on like the computer or have a Discord, you can talk. Or it'll open like like a, a chat window where you can be like, "Yo, Red is being sus or like suspect or suspicious, and he was following me around. I think he's the imposter." Or you can be like, "Yo, I saw Blue actually kill Green." He's the imposter. And but if everybody's word for their own, whatever. Yeah, so everyone gets a vote and to decide like who to either kick off and, and throw in outer space like through the airlock <laughs> or or uh, just you'll vote to skip. So you'll be in the lobby for maybe like a minute, but the chat will be going crazy like, yo, I know it's blue, blah, 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 blah. And blue will be like, motherfucker, I saw it was you. You killed him and stuff like that. But no one really fully knows until you're in the lobby and then each person gets a vote. At the end of the timer, or if after everyone votes, one person will get tossed off into space. And it'll say like, oh, red was the imposter, which means you win, you vote it off. Or red wasn't the imposter. And then you go back into the game mode again. And the imposter is running around fucking people up and stuff like that. One thing with the imposter, so the crew members and the imposters, they all have different like spacey skill sets. So the imposter, they can, they can, they can like move around the the, the base faster. They can like go through like um, ventil- they can go through the ventilation system to go around to get around faster. Um, when there's when there's a power outage, they can actually still see in the dark, so they can still see where people are. They there's some tasks that they can't do, so a lot of the times, imposs- some of the imposters will fake their task, like they're doing something when they're actually not. But they also have the ability to sabotage, so. Like there'll be a reactor in the building and they can sabotage it to where it's going to fucking explode and then somebody goes there and deactivate it or whatever. So like they can also, they can lock doors and stuff behind people and all this different kind of things. So like there's a lot of like creative creativity in being an imposter to be able to like pull off these murders. But you can't just like go around killing people. Like a lot of the levels will have cooldowns. So you have to like wait like, I don't know, like anywhere from like 30 seconds to like, I don't know, like a minute before you can kill again. So. As you're running around killing people, you don't want to be like near the body because if somebody finds the body, they can report it, and then everybody's kind of brought back together to say like, "Hey, I found this body. It was down in the lobby. Uh, 
uh, Stitch was near that last, I think he killed him. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, obviously when you're dead, you can't talk to the people yeah, that are alive. But you can keep so doing tasks, which is funny. It sounds like it was, it, it should be incredibly fun to be the sabot sabotage, like, sus person, or... It is. The alien. It, I mean, it's both. It, yeah, it's, it's both. It's really fun, because it's like... Especially if you get with like a group of friends, you're just like, yo, I know it's you. You're a piece of shit. Why are you lying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. I've been watching a lot of like, because I was watching, um, uh, Greg Miller was playing for the first time and it, it was funny watching him like get into it and yeah. uh, just like accuse people like, no, I know it's, I know it's this person. I know it's him. He, he was following me around and I just saw him leave, leave a, a, the cafeteria and then all of a sudden Blue's dead. I know it's him. And then people are like, I think it's you. Or whatever, and you're just like, no, but I'm talking not me. I'm the one that found the body, and it's just like complete. It's, it's like, like an updated version of like the game, the board game Clue, except yeah, it's, yeah. it's much more, yeah, much more updated. But it's crazy too because like you can you can kill somebody and be like, oh, hey, I found the body, and everybody's like, oh, like I'd be like, oh, I, I found the body. It was this. I saw them run out of here, or you can be like, oh, I saw Wesley go through the fence. Like I swear to God, it was him. Or you can be like, oh, I was hanging out with with such and such and they can vouch for me so like you kind of like there's like a strategy to plan it because even though if, if you're an imposter you don't want to get kicked out because if you, if you get kicked off the ship then the, the crew wins so you gotta like be very strategizing about it but then also like you can be doing your job and doing tasks and still get kicked out because no one saw you around and like oh yeah like i didn't see you anywhere like i think it's you or if you were standing there like this whole fucking time like there you go you're getting kicked out of the space so it's it's a lot of strategy to this game to play, to play it but I, I, I want to play it on a PC, or at least be able to do it with, um, like, be able to talk to people because typing and stuff, like, like I can type on my phone pretty fast, but like a lot of the conversations kind of go way too quick, and you end up getting kicked out. Cause like I was playing with Stitch earlier, and I swear to God, I thought this motherfucker was uh, the imposter. And I was watching <laughs> him. I was sitting out to the corner watching him, and he wasn't doing anything. I'm like, oh fuck, it is Stitch. So. I started to run to go hit the panic button or whatever, and Stitch somehow got to it before I did. And he was like, "Oh yeah, it was blue. He was he was standing there watching me. He's gonna fucking kill me." I'm like, "No, nah, dude, it was fucking you because you were And he fucking rushed me out. Turned out it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all, yeah, I'm all pretty... floating, fake dead. Yeah, I was so, like, "Fuck!" I was like, "It wasn't him. They're gonna think it's me now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, and that can happen. You would have to be playing, I guess, on a PC in order to twitch it out. Is that right? I don't know if you can I don't know. Yeah, you can... Oh. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you can Twitch on your phone. That's I don't think question. I don't think you can. You, you probably could I, with I like external with external shit, but not like just from your phone. Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy it on the on the PC because I just I wanna try the experience of I'd be able to talk. <laughs> well it's sick. it's certainly gotten fucking popular. It blew up. I see the memes everywhere. I wanna cool. I downloaded it and I wanna try it. Maybe uh the, Maybe the thing that's crazy is that this game is two years old. God, like, how did it start blowing up like this? Then? I think it's it just like Fortnite. Because of TikTok. No, this I think is... people on TikTok started playing it and it starts to blow up. This is like Fortnite. Yeah. Like Fortnite was not popular yeah. for a long time because it wasn't even the same game when it first came out. It's supposed to be like some zombie game where you build like a base and every yeah. night, that's why it's called Fortnite, because every night the zombies would come and try to take over like wherever you were. And the game flopped until they had an online component. Yeah, but two years—that's that's yeah. A lot. So, if you have the game Jackbox, um, a version like an earlier version of this game is on is one of the games on there. 
and you play with your phone you interact with your phone through a website as well as play on the ps4 the xbox uh, <clears throat> you can play on so if you're going to twitch i think you can twitch it from there but it's it's different because you can sit i think you can play with how many people can you play on the on your mobile is it just four it's ten. It's ten. yeah so it's on the console. i think on the console it's like I think it's only eight, maybe, and probably it's ten too. But still, no, you can play I with think, a lot of people. I think ten on the on the, on the um on the PC. I think ten. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I think they've done some updates to the game to where now TikTok's made it a, a huge thing. Well, they're already working on um on Among Us two, which I think is going to be pretty dope. But I think there's a an update coming to Among Us the first one that's supposed to add some new cool features. Nice. I've already seen, was it Rule 42 on this already? Shawty be crazy. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. But the meme all... that comes this shit's fucking great. Hilarious. It's changed, it's changed the vocabulary with uh, with the youngsters, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Calling me yeah, sus. And they didn't even have death in people. <laughs> uh, Prodigy, you, you are sus, though. Ah, oh, how dare you? More food of memes for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Exercise. Oh, no. All right. Uh, Old Ninja, I know you were off of here for a minute. Let's stay with gaming just a little bit. Uh, are you enjoying the Star Wars Squadron, yay or nay? Oh, yeah, man. Star to it. Star Wars Squadron, man. I, I didn't bust at least three, four times on the first playthrough. It's just it's crazy. I mean, if you've ever played the PC games, X-Wing, TIE Fighter, and then X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, it takes the mechanics of those games, puts it in with the basically the graphics of today, and then you get this like crazy like hybrid game. It, it, it's really well done. I mean, you can play as either faction. You can be Rebels or Empire. Um, each ship is its own class. So you have, you have fighters, interceptors, bombers, and then a support ship. Um, you can customize your ships um when you're playing the game you're not just like flying around and whatnot you actually have to manage each system you manage your speed you manage your um, firepower you manage your shields um, on the consoles it's pretty quick you can actually um, toggle individual pips on how much energy you want to um, provide or whatnot um, it is a team-based game um you do need to communicate i mean you work way better if you can communicate with your team and attack you know what because it's five on Wait, five is it five on five okay yeah it's five on five but you also have ai um components so it feels like a much larger battle so there's each team has ai like um helpers with you but your team is like supposed to be the aces quote unquote of the squad so <clears throat> everything else is cannon fodder. Um, you either are attacking or defending. You either attack. You have a certain amount of time to attack um, capital ships. You also have like a support ship that attacks. If your support ship dies or it gets exploded, then the other team goes on the offensive. They try to take out your support ships. They bring in their own um, their ship to help. And it goes back and forth. The goal is to take out your capital ship. You can take out your capital ship. You can take out subsystems, shields, targeting, tractor beams, or whatnot. Um, it seems pretty simple at first, but there's a lot of intricacies in the game. Um, like I said, it's a great throwback. Um, a lot of people compare this to the 
um, Starfighter Assault from Battlefield Battlefront 2, which is probably the better parts of that game. Um, it is kind of like that, but not arcadey. This is more involved. Um, this has been like the game a lot of people have been waiting for. It's a $40 game. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a thirty-nine. It's thirty-nine ninety-nine for the game. Um, Ian Fletcher, I think that, or Fleischer, I believe that's the creative director um, and director for the game. He says this is a complete game. Like this do, is what we're doing. Uh, we do didn't like plan on DLC. Uh, go ahead. Do you do you like it? Because there's been a few Star Wars games that have come out. I know you love them all, but if you were to rank them, do you like this? More than Battlefront One, Two, and Fallen Order. Like, do you like it more than all of those? No, I don't like this more than all of them. But this is this is definitely is better than the first Battlefront that came out in what 2015. This is much better than that. Um, Fallen Order is just a it's just a, this is a flight simulator in space. Okay. So it, it's hard to compare that to Fallen Order because Fallen Order is a really really good game, but it's kind of like Dark Souls meets Star Wars. Is it like Tywin? Mm-hmm. It's like the old school PC game, Tywin Fighters? Yeah, it's like that, but it's like current gen. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do. You can, like, they have daily, just like all the current games, you have daily objectives. If you want to, you get credit for it, and then you can unlock, um, you know, helmets and cosmetics for your ships. Um, there's a lot of different loadouts you can do. You can experiment with the different loadouts, see what you like. Um, I guess on the PS4 and the Xbox One, um, I know Blue was talking about uh, Ace Combat. They have the um, flight stick. Mm-hmm. So you can use that flight stick for the game. So it works with that. Um, the game is also made for VR. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with this game. It is very strategic. I mean, it, it does have a dogfight mode. It's got a, a fleet, fleet ship battle mode, and there's a story component. And the story weaves into like the current Star Wars lore, like in between um, uh, Return of the Jedi and uh, Force Awakens. So it takes place like in those kind of that storyline there. So there's characters from the books that are in the game. They talk about characters from like Alphabet Squadron. They actually talk about Alphabet Squadron. They talk about some stuff from um, Inferno Squad, which is Battlefront 2. And there's an Inferno Squad book. So a lot of that lore is in there. Even if you're not like into the books, just passing mention, it's not going to take away from the game. But it's still it's still cool that it still weaves into all that. But this is definitely the if you're into flight simulators, this is the game to have. Um, if you're playing with friends, be mic'd up, be a team player, um, know your role in the thing, get good. You know, it's gonna it, it's gonna take a while to get used to the controls because controls are, are legit. I mean, they pull out moves like the move that Poe Dameron does in um, the Last Jedi. They want you to master that move in order to God be damn. successful. Yeah, there's a lot of he's the best pilot in the galaxy. Yeah, they want you. You're they want you to be the best squad in the val- galaxy. So squad up and. Get good. Know your know your role in the squad. You know, build your squad around your guys' playstyle. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I do want DLC, but uh, I don't think that's going to come. The director said that's it's probably weird. not. It's, that's why the director said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the director said he didn't want he didn't want to do like what they did at Battlefront and be like, hey, this is part of the game. Later on, you're going to get more of the game and more. Of the game. He's like, no, you're going to get one complete game, and that's it. 
if the numbers do really well, then they go to EA will probably call them back like, hey, people really like this game. We're doing good numbers. Can you guys add to this game? And that's just a talking point. But yeah, at can, this point can you in time, put in loot boxes? there's no plan for DLC. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna put in loot boxes if they do that. That's probably the reason why the guy doesn't want to do it. I mean, yeah, come on, they're assholes. <laughs> so, but yeah, squat for a forty dollar game. This is a, this is practically steal in my opinion. It's a really great game, especially if you're in the flight sims. If you love action versus tie fighter, this is the game for you. Goddamn, that's a ringing endorsement. I like it. All right, so let's let's keep it on gaming for a second. There's two things I want to talk about real quick. Um, the first one would be that. Uh, Borderlands 3, the uh, Bloody Harvest is back. So if y'all played oh, it last nice. time, it's a really fun, free DLC um, that basically adds into the the haunt thing. It's like their Halloween theme thing. It's just as fun as it was last time. It's pretty much exactly the same um, as it was last time, but it's still just as fun. And I, I want to get another Ghost Call and another uh, Fearmonger shotgun. So if y'all play Borderlands 3, definitely hop on that. Play it. All their all their other paid for DLC has been excellent as well. I think Borderlands Shit. 3 did a really good job with their DLC and their free content uh, over the last year. Because it's been over a year since it's been out. It came out September of last year. September. Yeah, they have, they have and they have not stopped uh, coming out with content. It's been every, every at least one new piece of content every single quarter. At least one. Yep. Um, Agreed. Also, speaking of DLC, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends come, comes out in two days. So it's going to mm-hmm. add in some much-needed content to this game because I don't know if y'all were like me, but after I beat the game, I was like, I want more. And mm-hmm. like, I was surprised when they actually announced they have a, a new game plus, a new uh, multiplayer game. I think you're doing PvP as well. No, it's, it's co-op. Right. Co-op multiplayer. Yeah, co-op. Um, but it, and there's different classes. So you can be mm-hmm. a samurai, a hunter, a ronin, or an assassin. So and it looks like they're going to have like some crazy... Uh, like new levels of just like raids and it looks like a lot of, and there's new loadouts there's new weapons so it looks like it's gonna be dope i'm looking forward to that in two days hell yeah um se- semi-gaming related uh but with capcom god damn it did y'all see the motherfucking casting for this resident evil reboot movie yeah they... I, I did holy fuck yeah, so you know the ones back in the day, Mila Jolovich did like nine of them. Most of them were kind of mid-range, they, you know, like, popcorn mid, movies. Mid-range? Mid Some of them were shit. Uh, the, the full stop. Let's like, be real. Let's be real. Most of them were shit, except yeah, for like the I, first I agree. one. I, uh, maybe the first two or three, but it, but in any event, they weren't they weren't great. They weren't. But uh, they're they're completely rebooting this and kind of making it. It looks like. Uh, like the Resident Evil games in terms of going to Raccoon City, gonna have Jill Valentine, gonna have um, uh, the fucking, uh, the Redman, Chris Redfield, rather, you know, and the, the casting looks fucking interesting. They got old girl, what's her name? Her uh, real name is Hannah John Cammon. She was uh, the ghost uh, Redbone in uh, Ant- that Ant-Man movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, She's yeah, always- she bad. Yeah. She's also in Ready Player One. She's like the head henchman in that. Yep. Yep. And then uh, Robbie Robbie Amell, who's the brother of uh, Stephen Amell, right? He, he's the cousin. They're cousins. Cousin? Okay. He's going to be Chris Redfield, and he looks fucking just like him. I mean, it looks like they're fucking putting some time and care into this. I mean, but a little bit. He was in Arrow 2, right? Chris's uh, cousin? Or what What show was he in? I don't know he was in something. Or he was in... Um, he's in, he's he was in, in Umbrella. 
He's he in the Umbrella Flash. Academy. Yeah, he was um the guy with the fire on his head, Firestorm. Right? Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, he is in he's in the Flash as Firestorm. He's the first Firestorm. Yeah, he dies. I, I'm just saying this. This looks like it could just based on the casting alone. It looks like Capcom may be giving a shit about a movie, we, uh, a Resident so Evil wait, movie. Hold on, I thought this is a series and not a movie. Uh, it says it says it is a rebooted movie. From what I see here. Yeah, I, I thought this is a franchise. Oh wait, I'm sorry. No, well, well, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. It's on Netflix and it might be a TV series. My bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah, that might be interesting. It's interesting because they also have another Arrow alum, uh, Neil McDonough. Uh, yeah. The guy, he played Damien Dark in both uh, Legends and, or he's an Arrow, Legends, and The Flash. Uh, he's coming back, or he's coming into the fray as uh, uh, Dr. Birkin. He's Sherry Birkin's father. He's also yep. like, uh, if you play the remake, he's a, the mutated scientist that is fucking shit up. That you literally have to beat at the end because he mutates, strong as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful on it. At least, at least the casting has me excited. Yeah, it looks. It, I mean, the casting looks good. I'm just, and the, I know the director. So the director of the movie slash series or whatever, he says the it will be set in the year 1998, which is the That's year. That, yeah, which is the year that the events took place, and then. Um, we're going back to Raccoon City, and he wants to focus on the mansion where everything started. Not like yeah. how they did it in uh, Mila Jovic. I mean, there's the mansion at first, but he wants to go deep into the Wesker family lore, um, how the Birkins are involved, um, all the other like families that are kind of involved. It should be interesting. Um, I know people are asking for Rebecca Chambers. She may show up in this as well. We'll see. But I feel like in the, I feel like in the Mila ones, and, and it's been a long time since I've seen them, and most of them were shit. I feel like there was there was no Jill Valentine, and there was no yeah. Chris Redfield. Yes, right? there was. Oh, so check this out. Jill yeah, Valentine. Yeah. Sho Jill yeah, Valentine nice. shows up in part two in the apocalypse. Uh, okay. She also she gets captured, and you don't see her again until like part five or something, and then in part four or five. Um, you see Chris Redfield, who's played by Wentworth Miller, who oh, yeah, from yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, from Prison Break. We also get um, Allie Lauder as Claire Redfield. We see her, I think, in part two and on. And then we get all these other ant characters that aren't even in, like like uh, Mike Epps' character is in it for a minute. We get a Shanti. Love about that. Yeah, we get <laughs> a Shanti. Sucks. Yeah, Shanti's in part two or three. Um, we get, was it the kid, um, K, what's her name? Uh, K Smack or something? K Smart? Something? K Start? I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. we get some of that. She should have been Sherry Birkin, but I get, I mean, we do get Ada Wong and we do get, uh, um, I remember Ada. We get Ada, we get, um, Leon for like a minute, we get Carlos for like a minute. They were, uh, they were shitty. They weren't enough. They weren't. They no. weren't even their characters. They're in it for a second. They die. We get Michelle Rodriguez though. I don't even know who she, she was. She's in the first one. She's in yep. the first one, and she re-shows up in like the sixth or seventh one, or when some she's shit. Like ran over, she's like cured or some shit. Nah, like, she's not even real. She's like a clone or or hologram or some shit. Some shit like that. I don't yeah. know. I can't believe I haven't watched all these fucking films. Yeah, you paid attention though. Yeah. Well, shit. my roommates like because it's Halloween. And because, you know, zombies, monsters and shit, we watched like the first and second one. I'm just like, oh, I forgot. 
fucking watch this shit. It's fucking terrible. Well, uh, Resident Evil was Michelle Rodriguez's fourth movie. Like, that's yeah. right that's right off of coming off of uh, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Well, gotcha. Man, that's 2002. Man, that was 18 years ago. If he, had a, yeah. if he had a kid back then, they'd be an adult. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What did, I think, so. hold on, Prodigy posted this and it fucked me up. We are closer to night to 2050 than we are to to to, to 1990. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. That's uh. Yep. That's sad as fuck. We're old. <laughs> we're old. Jesus Christ. And we know we're old. Yeah. yeah. Stitch. Why are you mad at Gal Gadot for working? What, uh, what is going on here? Uh, you've been talking, about, you've been talking your shit bad. about her not working for so long. Yeah. And now she's got a new role, and you're still talking shit. Why do you hate I'm, this woman? I'm, what has she done to you? I'm happy for her. I'm happy for mm. her. It's during the pandemic, ain't nobody had no job. She put out that great, that great video where she got roasted for where she. Oh was, uh, my god! Singing along and having a nice little kumbaya, and, and then she went back into her. I remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went back and hid under her couch and everything. But I guess. Uh, she she got a role. Congrats for her. I'm, I'm happy for her. She can she she won an audition. She can uh, <laughs> add something to her her IMDb IMDb page where you can actually scroll down a little bit and see some more of her works. What actually? So good for her. She's uh, playing Cleopatra. Um, I guess it's a like um, I forgot how they described it. Is it a biopic or? How, I'm not sure how they describe how they were going to produce the movie, but it's about Cleopatra. Um, I mean, people, some people were mad because they're like, oh, it needs to be a black woman from Africa, but they aren't in touch with with history because Cleopatra was technically, I guess, Greek, or it had some, uh, from, or either her parents or something like that. Where, she wasn't dark she was skin. immigrant. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she wasn't like dark African, like some people, I guess, maybe thought that didn't really know anything about Cleopatra and everything. So um, some people were mad about that without, I guess, fully reading into their, their history books. But um, I guess she's got a role. I don't know when it's supposed to be filming or not, but uh, I just wanted to give Prodigy a little bit of ha- happiness in his life that uh, the, the woman, the woman he's been simping over and caking for and capping for, uh, she can she, she got another job or whatever. She show that she can actually read some lines and stuff like that, and rather than have a slow motion panning camera around her in a tight ass uh, armor plated bikini. That's uh, so. <laughs> so this film, this Cleopatra film, will be directed by Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Who's uh, directed the first two Wonder Woman films? Oh, oh, okay. No, that makes sense then. Of course. <laughs> so it's a, it was a charity job. Oh, I take that back. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 oh man. I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, some, sometimes you just gotta you gotta look out for your friends or whatever. You're like, oh, what happened was Dow was probably in the lunchroom, depressed because Wonder Woman ain't coming out on to TV. I mean, to movie theaters anytime this fucking year. Like and, all uh, movies. <laughs> now, some of them keep saying they're gonna come out in theaters. Point. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> if you want a movie to fail, put it in the fucking theaters right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, man, it's, yeah, we're looking at you, Tenant. 
Yeah, so Gal, <laughs> so Gal probably walked up to her with puppy dog eyes, saying, um, well, Patty, I ain't got nothing to do. Um, you you got, got some work. I'll, I'll suck that dick for some cheeseburgers. How and she was dare like, you? Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Hatred. Disrespect. Oh man. <laughs> I'm happy for Gal. Um, some people are obviously because of the old school Liz Taylor and the ethnicity stuff. Uh, with a, with Egypt. Egypt always gets really complicated. Um, I, I guess apparently, according to these uh, most historians, she was of Greek Macedonian descent, but obviously Gal is Israeli. I, obviously, I want a good movie. I'm not going to get into the ethnicity of Cleopatra, someone who's been dead for hundreds of years per se. Um, but I, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic that it'll be fun. I think Patty can direct. So this is one thing that I would like to just put out there when people talk about um, holy shit my daughter's playing uh, Among Us that's hilarious <laughs> playing on her PC right now right. anyway uh, is when you talk about like Egypt it's like yeah they weren't um, they weren't obviously pale skin but they weren't all dark skin either because hey for everybody out there Egypt is part of the Middle East like it was a whole mix of ethnic groups and they weren't all like super dark skin like most Africans so if you actually look at the Middle East, it extends into a whole bunch of countries in Africa. And they all don't look African as far as like the traditional looking African that most people think of. So, yeah, it shouldn't be somebody super white, but having somebody that's of, you know, Middle Eastern descent playing Cleopatra isn't a far flung idea. Because she wasn't the, the, really Egyptian anyway. Anyway. Yeah, the, the only you're not wrong on that. There was a time period, though, I think the 24th or 25th dynasty or something like that, um, where the Kush, which were definitely a true African, um, dark-skinned uh, group of people, did take over Egypt. And, and you do see that in the Egyptian hieroglyphic records and whatnot as well. There are some that are lighter-skinned uh, that have... Egypt are in the hieroglyphs and in the museums or in the uh, the pyramids. There are some that are very dark skinned. Just to be really clear, yeah, yeah. And I mean, some of them were the Nubians and the Kush. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you go back far enough, obviously they're all dark skinned. Everybody, if you go back far enough, yeah. you're all going to be dark skinned. But when it comes yeah. to like that time period, having people that weren't like super dark skinned in the same place, it wasn't it wasn't far flung. It wasn't. It's not the whitening of African history. That's the way that it was and is today. So yeah, I mean, Gal Gadot is Israeli, is she not? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which yeah, is Middle so. Eastern. So <clears throat> I mean, I'm she would. Would if you you hadn't brought up uh, Forbes magazine comment about her. Wait, what? Eh? Uh, yeah, so Forbes has uh, Gal Gadot at the the at, for for highest paid actor. She's number three. Uh, Ooh, look so at that! Oh, no, 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 How do you feel no, about no, that, Stitch? You happy for her? You gonna wish her congratulations? <laughs> I, I need to. I need, I need to read the bottom line on that. How you, oh. are you the highest paid actor when you ain't? Ex, explain that now. Yeah. Because they already paid her for her role. That's how you it works. Argue with Forbes. <laughs> but so, I, I want to so, hear, hear the the, the the lines and underneath they put it. They put a big headline and they'd be like, "Oh, for this, for the details." 
Well, number one is um, Sofia Guevara, which is like, I'm, what, she, I guess she's a she's a judge on America's Got Talent. But other than that, she's, I mean, she's making forty three million a year. No, you know what it is? It's from that that TV show of hers. Uh, the the Modern, Modern Family ended. Modern Family, yeah, yeah but she's no. getting paid syndication money. Exactly, syndication is stupid money, and it's money for things you've done in the past. You ain't even doing shit right now and getting paid. Yeah. Uh, Angela Jolie is number two, uh, Gal three, and then uh, Melissa McCarthy, or yeah, M- Melissa McCarthy's number four. Mm. With Meryl Streep being number five, like, what is she doing? Holy shit, Gal Gadot yeah, got paid thir- $20 million for her role in Red Notice. I didn't even hear about that. And it's, uh, I don't know about it's that a Netflix film. I don't even know if it's out yet. Yeah, it could be coming later this year, maybe. Wow. We'll fucking see. Well, this is, um, it's, it's funny how fucked up this list is because no movies are really coming out. Like, typically, you would expect. A lot. Some of these actresses get paid more, but like literally, part of what they would be getting paid um, is through obviously film sales, and yep. they're just all you're seeing right now is like them getting paid to f- star in the film. Yeah, yeah. They're not getting any like residuals for shit. I mean, None. I would venture to say that Gal Gadot had had Wonder Woman come out that she would have eclipsed Angelina Jolie like easily. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I can see that. Yeah, and so it's it's kind of a messed up list at this point. Yeah. Would she have equipped ScarJo? Hey, ScarJo's I, not, I, not I, the top five, so let's just put it out there like that. I mean, it would have been it would have been fun to see that in twenty twenty. No, no Rona. Um, I, I, I still think that there's there's good buzz for Wonder Woman eighty four, but ScarJo we'll ScarJo is not even in the top ten. Mm, how do you feel about that, Stitch? No. Scar just stayed a queen. <laughs> she stayed broke. She stayed yeah. broke. Yeah. She, she ain't got no shit. She had to sell her red bottom shoes. Type <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I gotta say something. Just, uh, speaking of kind of kind of Scar Joe, have y'all seen this shit with the fucking Avengers game? God damn it! <laughs> Holy shit! I tried to warn y'all. I tried, I tried to warn y'all. She's not in it. Her, her 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 C movie likeness is almost in it. Yeah. See, you're you're sexist. Why isn't it about the Hulk? Because the Hulk. <laughs> is, 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 Every single one of the Avengers is getting this smoke, dude. Do you realize that that game came out in fucking September on PC, which you know how fucking popular PC is all over the fucking planet. You can't even find a thousand players <laughs> online a fucking month and some change after launch for a triple a game do you know how fucking pathetic that is that is a fucking flop there were people arguing with me for fucking all goddamn year long with this bullshit y'all gonna taste these fucking l's that's a hard flop come on now yeah and i i gave it a chance and i played the beta and i was like all right the beta has some serious flaws and if they fix them it might be worth playing but they didn't fix any of that shit there's people that i talked to and i'm like they have this loot system, but it's not really a loot system. It doesn't really change anything that you do. And they try to convince me that yet. Yeah, I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't change the way you look. So that's laziness, first of all. And then second of all, like, I don't understand like what all this stuff does. And they don't seem to affect the way that I play the game. So why is this even in the game? And that's beyond like the glitchiness and all this other nonsense. And the, the fact that the end game content is kind of trash, you know? Well, it's, it's even worse than, I mean, Anthem obviously bombed too but that was a new ip we yeah. all fucking know the avengers worldwide well it's it, it like, is it's a new ip though as well as far as like a game goes 
well, see, but now that a new IP would be a new, a truly new property that we don't, we're not familiar with that as a, as its own intellectual property. We can't, this is a new game franchise, I agree. Yeah, I give it, okay, but, I'll, I'll say that then, new game franchise. Yeah, okay. but the Avengers as an IP, Jesus fucking Christ, man. And this is the low, again, the lowest reviewed AAA game of 2020 so far. And it seems like Miles Morales from a, spot, uh, a comic book standpoint is going to body the ever loving fuck out of this game in less than a month. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, um, yes, kind of go <laughs> going back really quick. Uh, did you, did we talk about this fly? Yeah, like, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we did. You were off. Okay. I, I was, I was having technical difficulties. Uh, speaking of which, did y'all see the news, uh, going back to miles really quick. Uh, did y'all see that you get a companion as Miles Morales? Like, this, this is like new shit. So good. Like so a man. Good. Yeah, you get some crazy ass fucking uh, companion as Miles. I guess. I th is it optional? Man. I think it's optional. Well, hmm? for, for what is a companion? You get like a girlfriend? No, you <laughs> get like you game. get a sp you get Spider Cat. <laughs> game Informer. Game Informer, uh, I guess, gave a preview of their their monthly magazine, um, and I, I guess it's going to be themed around the Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game for PS5 coming out, and I guess less than a month or whatever. Um, and they showed some of the, I guess, the, the new costumes that uh, that come with it with the, the Spider-Man game that came out. You had it's like 25 different outfits you could choose from. Yeah. So it was it was it was awesome. Uh, so they, they sort of teased us and, and showed a, a couple of the uh, Miles Morales, I guess, spider outfits that you can uh, have on, which look really cool. And um, they showed a, a couple little, like, mini animations of, of him fighting. And I guess in one of them, one of these outfits, you have a backpack on and there's like a, a cat or a kitten in your backpack or whatever. And the kitten is like a sort of little companion thing. It'll, I guess on one of the finishing moves, it'll kind of swipe at the dude's face or something like that. But uh, it's Spider Cat or something like that, right? It, it has a name. I, oh, it, okay. I, see, I didn't even. I just saw like a. I didn't even see like the the description of it. I just saw like people posting gifs of it and stuff, and I was like, dude, I, I can't fucking wait. This is. This is yeah. <clears throat> it's gonna be done so nice. I was watching. Uh, there's actually like captured video of like you or Miles with his backpack and you see a cat in the back, but then you see him do a finishing move and the cat comes out of the backpack and be slapping people in the face. The cat has a costume. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what the fuck? And uh, people were showing uh, panels of when Spider-Cat was out in the comics or whatnot. So it, it is a definite thing. So. Yeah, look cool. up. Did it, yeah. I, I, I'm so impressed and excited. Insomniac needs to fucking hurry up and make it November uh, for, for this one to be released because it, it seems like it's going to do a whole lot of bodying of, of other it, games. Is it coming out on the, on the PS4 as well? There's going to be a Yeah, be it's both. PS4, okay. yeah, it's on both. But yeah. I, I got to get that 4K gameplay though because the shit they show looks, looks amazing. Yeah, speaking of 4K gaming, so y'all know I, I have a PS5 on order. Um, so I ordered a new, a new 4K TV and I, put, I was waiting a little bit because I knew that Prime Day was coming up. So let me just get mm -hmm. to the point first. Prime Day fucking sucks again. Like, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. Like, it's like a clearance sale. Yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous. And they're like, I wanted to get a decent TV, like a 4K, you know, 55-inch TV for like under $1,000. And 
it's possible I did it, but it wasn't like a prime day sale. It was just like a normal, normal buying stuff. Like they put stuff on sale that was dumb. Like usually, I remember when Prime Day first came out. You could go to like the game section, and there was like a bunch of games that you could buy on there for cheap. Yep. This year, just like last year, it's just a bunch of stupid game accessories. Like I don't care about a new keyboard. I don't care about a new headset. I don't, I don't care about a charging whatever. I care about actual video games. All right. Like they had like. It was like three that I can think of, and they weren't great games. And all the TVs that were on sale were like the super high-end TVs that were like, you know, $500 off, but it's still like, you know, $3,000. I'm like, I don't I don't really care about these TVs. I just want something that's a cheap 4, 4K TV that has HDR10, you know, that can play, you know, 4K at 60 frames per second at least. I found one. It's a TCL 6 series, if y'all are wondering. Um, that's a good one. And so is the Hisense, like, 8 series or whatever. If you're looking for a, a cheap panel uh, for $100,000 that's a true 4K TV just go, go one of those the TCL 6 series or the, uh, the Hisense uh, 8 series you said it was under 1000 yeah yeah I got it for like 650 bucks and it's a 55 oh, yeah. inch so it's like it's like a no brainer but I was I was hoping that one of those would be on sale for Prime Day because obviously it'd be easy way to make money right it's just high volume sales but yeah. no like they put on sale all these super high super high priced uh, panels which I'm like Read the room, guys. Nobody has money. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, nobody's going to look for... Like, very few people are going to buy, like, high-end TVs right now um, during this economic downturn. I don't understand, like, the whole point of that. And, like, a whole bunch of stuff, which is, like, another disappointment. It's just, like, a bunch of, like, stuff you would find, like, a junk bin. So, get your act together, yeah. Amazon. Fix it next year, for real. I, so, I, 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 I didn't looking quite for understand it. why people were trolling, and now, now I get it. I was looking for some, like... Uh, old man adult shit. I was looking for a carpet cleaner. Oh. And I did find one, but it yeah. sold out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I tried looking for shit, too, and it's like, dude, there was nothing on there that was either a little bit interesting for me at all. Like, so I actually, I, I bought a, um, a a vacuum robot that I'm, but it was, before, I bought it before Prime Day. But it's like, they only had, like, one that was available, and it was, like, a shark, and it was, like, it wasn't what was anything I wanted, so I don't know. I just felt like Prime Day just missed out on this year. That's too bad. That's really fucking too bad. Yeah. Um, well, actually, you know, what? So actually, I, I almost kind of sorry. I almost kind of don't feel bad because, like, buying a bunch of stuff during Prime Day. Another read the fucking room is that they're yeah. going to have like all these people have to work during COVID nineteen conditions, and they're already you know, kind of overworked to begin with. So I'm actually kind of glad that it kind of sucked. So hopefully this will lessen the spread of, of, you know, people being stressed out during COVID or possibly getting COVID uh, because somebody's got to ship all that shit out. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I just saw people were paying respects to Optimus Prime for Prime Day because I was just like, <laughs> what, what the fuck's going on? And then, like, I thought it was just funny because it's because people were pissed about Prime Day that they were like, well, R.I.P. Uh, Optimus Prime, like, you know why we're here type thing. I was just like, what the hell? Uh, I just thought it was funny. Uh, we we going to get into that craft? Yeah, we, we missed basically two weeks of it, right? I mean, we can talk about whatever, which whichever week you want. But the, the last one was, well, we could talk about Tulsa or <coughs> I Am. I think I Am was one before that, right? No, it was a fucking creepy, creepy one. Yeah, no, it was the, the creepy one. Nightmare fuel. Yeah, so y'all go whichever Ooh. one you want. Go ahead. 
I don't, I don't, I see, someone's gonna have to give the review because I put that deep in my horror box of like, shit I'm personally scared of, so I try not to <laughs> relive that. <laughs> Look, uh-huh. D, D got spit on by some magic racist cops, and all of a sudden, a, a offensive uh, uh, racial stereotype caricature uh, from uh, uh, I forget the book I can't remember. A um, oh, good times cabin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came came to life and these twin girls they actually have names. Fuck, I did the research last week and I forgot it all uh, this week. Uh, they're um, da- aren't, wait, aren't they dancers? They're dancers, aren't they? Yeah, but the characters have names. Um, oh, like, oh Mops, yeah, Topsy and Mopsy or something like that. Yeah. yeah, they're demonic. They're evil character, racist caricatures. And they're dancing better than fucking Thriller. Yes, I said better than Thriller. <laughs> all through fucking Chicago, yeah, chasing yeah, after D. Not, how that's dare not, you? That's not debatable. They, yeah, they were. Dude, the court. That's not even a question. Like that. That, that was some. The, the actresses that fucking yeah. played those those creepy motherfuckers. Get, they deserve something. Like whatever <laughs> the top choreography, makeup, whatever. Give them all of the awards Dude, or whatever. That they were, they were that, on some cringe shit. When the cop was doing his little spell or whatever, like, just, just that scene of the cop, like, stopping the girl and she running down an aisle of, like, oh, my God, they're about to rape this little fucking kid. Like, I was thinking about that. Like, oh, my, they're about to do something terrible to this girl. And they basically put a fucking curse on her with, that was fucking scary as hell, basically. Yep. It, and I had to go and look up these people's characters' words, too, because I never heard of those. Well, the thing that tripped me out was D is not able to, because of the curse, oh, right. explain that right. they are chasing after her. And so, but D is brilliant, just like her mama, Hippolyta. And mm-hmm. I guess she's she's doing some drawing. She figures out that she can maybe draw it to, to help explain it a, a little bit. But them things are chasing after her the entire time. And she even confronts the cops that, that did it. Uh, you know, and uh, she she gives no fucks. D is like bold as hell. She's not afraid of nothing. She, she didn't just confront him. She fucking spat on him. She was like, Dude, "Yeah, fuck you, holy shit." He was a shit. Man, it's just that was my big takeaway from two weeks ago. Right. Those things are scary. I don't want to go to bed right now. Let me watch <laughs> some HGTV. Yeah, I had to watch Rick and Morty I, I after that. Got chills. Yeah. Um, Especially like when when, when it was walking like up the stairs for the the subway platform and shit, I was like, the music started playing. I was like, oh, what's going on here? And I was like, what the fuck? And in a way, they were just like popping and locking and and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) And the whole backwards bend, I was like, oh, fuck no, hell no. You know what these girls remind me of? You remember that scene from The Wiz where they're in the subway and that guy has those little like those little monkey, those little accordion-looking monster things, they slowly start getting bigger and bigger. Like, that scared the shit out of me as a kid, and that's basically what these little girls did. Mm-hmm. They were fucking freaky. But also, yeah. when it's in that episode, we got to, um... Korean girl show back up. Uh, oh, yeah. She comes uh, and Gia. Yeah, Gia, she shows up at, um... Letty's house? Or whatever? And she's talking about how like she came because she she's still basically in love with yeah. and all of this. She why are you mad, Prodigy? Okay, yeah. Let, let me tell you why I'm mad, Stitch. <laughs> people people got on Al Gore's internet talking all kind of shit about Tick. Hold the fuck up. You didn't do anything wrong. Gia Gia blew up the goddamn spot. Tick's had a happy relationship with a pregnant woman, uh, his girlfriend. 
and Gia comes into this house, this happy home and shit. I mean, like, there was no need for Gia to go inside and blow up his fucking happy home and shit. Yes, Tick got rude because this woman is now talking to his pregnant girl. Like, Gia blew up the spot. There's no doubt about the fact that she blew up the spot. We can have a conversation on at a at a at a uh, a park. We can have the conversation at a museum. Uh, we don't have to have it at the home of my girlfriend that's pregnant with actually, my child. I, I think Fuck it was you. actually this that that part of the whole show actually was kind of a a weird part for me. So first, I, I think that the reason why she came is probably to save his life and possibly her life too, Letty and the kid. I think she knows about that possibly. Um, Maybe. But another thing that didn't make sense to me is why Letty got so mad. Yeah, because like, Tick, I think it was jealousy, right? Well, I mean, no, because Tick talk, well, talked about well, Hold on. So know, Wait. Tick talked about her before. He yeah. said that he was in Korea, he fell in love, and then they like broke apart or something like that. And it's like, why did she get so mad about her showing up to Tick? Th- well, it didn't make any sense. I thought, t- I thought Tick withheld some aspects the, of the their relationship the in terms of her uh, beating well, yeah, the fox. The, the fox, that she's yeah. Naruto and that... The, maybe trying to kill, and that she was still in love with. You know, well, that, that's him. that's not on him. That that her anger <laughs> against him was just like I didn't. I didn't. It didn't make sense to the story. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with I, you though. I'm still yeah, Team he, Tick. Well, yeah, Tick wasn't like secretly writing her love letters, like saying like, "Oh, come visit," mm-hmm. like trying to make her some side chick or whatever like that. Well, so he, did, like, he he did call her though a few times. Yeah, he did call. Yep, this is true. He did call her up, and, and she was like, "I told you not to go." And she well, told no, him. I, I, she I she even she asked him, him, "Why are you calling?" No, he no, called he her. Called her twice. He, was, he he, he literally yeah. he literally put the phone down next to him and he dialed and then he listens to her answer and she says, "Tick, told you not to go back." And he hangs he hangs up. That one really called Yeah, that, that's that some stalker shit. Up. She flew four thousand five thousand goddamn miles what? from Korea to Chicago and showed up at his house. It's because she knows how he's going to die. That's the reason why I think you guys kind of missed that. But she yeah. knows how he's going to die. That's why no, she I, showed up. I, I, I get that. But if Tick isn't home, you don't just roll up in there. I think they're going to wrap it up. I think they're going to show exactly why she showed up. Because like, she knew that he's going to die. And that's why he called her back again is because... It said die on his. I think it was inside of his ring, and he was like, mm-hmm. "How did you know?" And that's when she came, because she was like, "Oh, I guess it's happening." Because she's supernatural too, so I think it's like that supernatural shit is gonna like revolve around her in the next episode. Cause the next episode is the final one. <coughs> yeah, yeah, they have to clean that up. They have to clean her 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 arc up. I'm with you on that. It, yeah, but I, I didn't think Tick did anything wrong. Fucking yelling at her. Um, oh no. <laughs> you know that, that was just kind of weird to me. But well, for Letty to yell at him, I didn't. I didn't think she deserved. He didn't. She didn't. She should have done that. It's like he didn't have control of her popping up. Yeah, but let's go to let's go to the most recent fucking episode from this fucking Sunday. Goddamn it! Um, just like with Watchmen, uh, we are back in Tulsa during the uh, nineteen twenty one Black Wall Street uh, massacre riots, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what y'all think of this episode? Yeah, this I think Dude. this time it was even more fucked. So Watchmen, the first time people you know watched or heard about, most people heard about the, the Tulsa massacre. Uh, it, it wasn't very long, and it, like the shock value wasn't as extreme as it is in this episode. This episode, the shock value of what happened 
was like way more extreme because they go in way more in depth. And not only was like the in depth part um, about like the actual, you know, the race riot that happened where all these black people got murdered by white people, but it was also about character development with uh, with Montrose. Like yep. that character development of like showing why he's such a broken person in that episode. Like, I mean, Tick went from basically fuck you to damn, you know, you're still my dad. Um, Wait, did, did you guys even cover that part about basically Tick's dad coming out saying, like, I might not be your father? Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't yeah. talk about it, but we're getting there. That shit was like, fuck, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, just just gonna jump in real quick. So, Tick father basically told him that he might not be his father because him and his uncle messed around with his mom around at the same time and it turns out that his dad is actually gay so it could be his chance that Tick isn't his son and Tick was pissed off about that so yeah back to back to the past <laughs> <laughs> well just just to add on to that there was another layer Tick yeah. was a victim of parental abuse oh. I'll, I'll just call it out like his dad went way, or Montrose, whether he's his biological dad or not, went way over the fucking line. Uh, and of course, it's a generational thing because Montrose got his ass fucking beat, mostly for being, uh, as they would call in those days, sissy, you know? Um, and he he just, he took it out on Tick, you know? And, and was very, very fucking abusive to him. And Tick was like, how could you, uh, I, I took all those ass whoopings and you're not even my fucking real dad? Yeah. Like, that that was powerful shit. Yeah, but then showing, like, where he got it from, where, like, his dad was whooping his ass, probably even worse. It was just yep. like, man, like, yeah, watching he, him go like through the, it. Go ahead. Dude, that, that, that one scene where, like, where the dad is like, give me a switch, man, I had PSD, yeah. I had yeah. PSD or whatever the fuck it was. That was yeah. like, I, I fell I think, onto the ground, I was like... Yeah, I think we all did. And what's I think what's powerful is that that is our introduction to Tick's potential grandfather. Mm -hmm. Or it is his grandfather because they're brothers. So it is his grandfather. But that is our introduction. We hear him yelling, go get me a switch. Climb up that tree and bring me back a switch. The other thing that was a trip that was super real real quick. The other thing that was a trip that was super old school was as he's doing this, this is not inside the home. He is beating the absolutely ever-loving shit out of him in front of the community. And then the neighbor uh, who's, uh, I guess, related to uh, Tick as well, right? Uh, No, it's uh, the the girl's, it's Tick's mother's grandfather. Okay. So, yeah, so related to Tick too. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's related to Tick. Yeah, he comes out and it's just like, Hey, I don't really give a shit what you're doing with your boy, but uh, don't don't uh, threaten to beat like my daughter. You know what I mean? Like as long as you be- if you beat the shit out of your uh, allegedly gay son in front of the entire town, I don't give a fuck. As that long was, as you- it doesn't bother me. To be clear, that was that Tick's was old mom. school. That was Tick's mom. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But th- th- I was like, woo. <laughs> and, and, and he was drunk. I don't know if y'all. Sorry, I don't know if y'all yeah. noticed, but he was a drunk. Like oh, the, oh, the dad was course. clearly yeah. drunk. He was, he was stumbling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, but you got to smell the moonshine coming through the TV. The other kind of thing <laughs> was that, like, you know, Chick, Chick's dad was being... So the whole reason why he was being beaten, or basically, yeah, beaten, was because he tried on a, a corsage that the brother was going to give to Chick's mom. But, and, um... 
uh, chick ran away, and then like the brother was talking to the mom. I can't remember their names, but like they were talking together, and the girl was like, "How come you don't like defend your brother or whatever?" Or not? And then we go we go back to uh, Tick's dad as an adult, saying like, "Yeah, my my brother, even though you didn't see it, like he actually got more beatings than I did because he was constantly sticking up for his brother." So the fact that the brother was sticking up for the for his brother who's different and was still taking beatings, like that just shows how much of a abusive relationship that these kids had back in the day. Yeah. It, yeah. Also, there was a there was a line that was mentioned about how they sort of, uh, I guess, grew together, or they had a bond because of the Tulsa incident. That's what I, at least how I interpreted yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, between, yeah, um, because uh, Montrose explains he's like, you don't understand when you go through a traumatic. Uh, I'm paraphrasing through, through through a traumatic incident like that or whatever. The bond between me and her were just it, it, it's something we can't whatever explain. And so uh, that sort of was his, I guess, maybe reasoning behind why those two sort of ended up together and, and ended up making this sort of weird relationship between the three of them. Yeah, and it was yeah. interesting because, you know, before they went um, into the past, they were, you know, Hippolyta was saying, hey, you know, don't interact with too many people because you don't want to change the past. And I was thinking about the, the whole episode because when they split up, I was like, and all of a sudden, you know, Montrose was already drinking before he even left, and I was like, this dude's gonna fuck up right away. And of course he did. He decided to go off on his own and go see his old self, and then they they had Letty go and try to uh, steal the book of names, and I was like, y'all gonna fuck up the whole timeline. I was like, there, there's no way that you go through, especially like when, when they first came through, and they changed clothes, I was like, Letty's shoes are from the future. Like, I don't know why she didn't change her shoes, but they're from the future. Like They're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. And uh, when when Montrose goes and uh, decides to drink some more and then see his old self, because after he ran off um, from his dad whooping his ass, he went to go see what happened to him that really traumatized him as a kid. And it's basically him um, distancing uh, himself from like his 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 gay lover. I mean, probably wasn't lover mm-hmm. then, but he was like in friend. love with him. Yeah, he was they in love like, with his friend. They're- yeah, they were, they had something more going on. Yeah, and he was like sitting there calling him, uh, you know, the f word, and basically trying to macho his way out of this relationship. And that's when the the mob comes and sees them, and he watches his friend get his brains blown out right in front of him. Dude, and it was just that like, thing had had me fucking balling, dude. That thing was so fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, lot, a lot of the shit I've seen on this show, like that shit, had me like, holy shit, like goddamn. Here you are basically telling somebody that you're calling them a fact because your parents doesn't agree of your relationship for them to be murdered like right in front of you and then you're about to be fucking murdered like god damn yep. dude that was like a lot the the scene that made me uh kind of uh chop some of them onions was actually with letty in the fucking house uh trying to get the book of names yeah and you see all this fire going on Letty knows what's gonna happen. We in the audience fucking know what's gonna knows what's gonna happen, and it's just normal black folks in the 1920s who are actually pretty affluent, you know, just living their lives, and they're just like, oh shit. Uh, and the old woman is like, um, you're from the future, and you know what's gonna happen. You know we're all gonna die, huh? And that I don't know. That just fucking got to me, especially when she starts melting basically on fire. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, it was you know, or, or saying something about lip my flesh, 
lives through some kind of incident with, with this passing of the book. It, it, my flesh. Well, it goes through my quote? to my grandson. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. Well, it was, well, it was, was really crazy. Go ahead. I was gonna say just quick. Uh, it was really crazy because when Letty was praying with the grandma, like she was holding her hand, and like so Letty has like she basically has a shield around her, like, and even though she she was actually was holding the grandma's hand, the grandma's hand wasn't catching on fire until she let it go, and then all of a sudden the, the hand started to burn. I'm sure you guys noticed yeah, that. I, I yeah, no, I did, and it's funny because I was watching it with uh, with my oldest daughter, and she was like, well, "Why don't you just hug her?" And I was like, "Cause she has to die." Like you, this yeah. is how they're they're fixing the timeline. All these events had to have happened with them there, because yep. if if it did if she, if those if the family didn't die, then the timeline would be all messed up. So yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I, was I found myself getting pissed at Montrose because I was like, he's going to fuck this up yep. or mm -hmm. whatever, and like Tick had to explain like, no, you dumb fuck, like I won't exist or whatever if you go and fucking try to fix it with your 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 lover right now or whatever then. We can't guarantee that I'm gonna fucking exist. He's like, well, no, it won't make that much of a difference. Like, I was, I was ready to punch my fucking TV. I was like, stupid <laughs> fuck. Like, no, that's not how it works. But I, I want to go back uh, because we we sort of skipped over the um, the importance of the whole. We see the funeral of Emmett Till in the previous yeah. episode. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was uh, which was uh, I mean, obviously we know, but a lot. I mean, it was an open casket funeral because they wanted. Uh, it to be known and people to see what it is that they did to, to that boy and everything. And there were a lot of like powerful lines where it's, like, it was a hot, it was a hot fucking day in Chicago and everyone's just, you could smell like the decaying and the rotting of like people of, were coming of the, outside of the, the funeral home fucking puking because it was so fucking grotesque in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, it was, it was like a really powerful moment. And then, um, I don't know. I'd be curious to see how you felt, you guys felt about it or whatever, but they sort of reenacted it at the end of that episode with yeah. um, okay. Christina. Uh, hold on. What did yeah. you guys I, think about that? I, want, I wanted to preface it, but I knew you were going to bring this up, or someone was, but there's a scene with Ruby and Christina, and Christina, or Ruby takes her frustration of the whole situation about basically being black in 1950s america and she wanted christina to feel it but then she says you are never going to feel this you're never going to experience it and she describes what happened to emmett till and she's like you don't have to worry about this if i go outside this could potentially happen to me and i want you to care i want you to be mad she's all christina was like i don't care it's not going to affect me. And then she told Ruby, you don't care too, because I basically gave you to the ability to escape all of this. I gave you the means to be someone else. I gave you the means to basically kind of blend in or and or disappear. And so really deep down, you don't care. So later on, we get... Uh, Christina, who we see has the mark of invulnerability on her, and they literally reenact what happened to Emmett Till well, she, on she her. She paid the guys, just just to be well, clear. Yeah. She, yeah, she paid some she goons. Did. She paid them, but she still has the act upon her. So she yeah. gets the barbed wire around the neck, she gets the the anchor, or what, uh, actually, it's not an anchor, it's, it's, a, cotton, it's a cotton but it's gym. like a, it's a, a cotton gym yeah, for the warehouse. Yeah, so they throw her into the river with that. She was shot like five, six times. So she was able to feel it. 
but she came out of the water within seconds, so she got to experience what happened. But well, I think I think what she I don't... what she did was she took she turned off her invincibility basically, so she can experience it all. But I think she just did it so that she can understand what it's like being a person of color. Because just before that, she was in a, a conversation with um, with Letty's sister, Ruby. With Ruby, yeah. So that's that's actually not why I think she did it at all. Yeah, Maybe I don't I, think she mentioned. I don't, I don't, she mentioned earlier. Well, she mentioned earlier in the epi- earlier in the episode that to do a spell you needed a couple things, and one of them was a body. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why she did that to herself. Because if you notice before she before she died, she didn't have that that uh, emblem on her on her stomach. Yeah, like, and after she died, she oh, came back okay. and it became it became on her stomach. And then she started laughing about it. So I think there's part of her spell likely to become um, immortal, and I think the other part is takes blood. So she did mention that. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problem with uh, with the scene. Um, I, I certainly, even though this is a great show, and I don't have any problem with the violence, and it's historically accurate. I really did not want to see a, a reenactment with uh, Emmett Till. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't want to physic. I didn't want to see it. Even the, you know, I get its importance, of course. But um, putting it with Christina, I thought was pretty creative, actually, and fit into the story even, maybe even neater, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was still a powerful, uh, powerful moment. We're saying powerful a lot, but whatever. <laughs> actually, you know what? You know what? Oh, what I think that actually, might, I just thought about it, is when she told Tick about having a body. And he and he did that uh, the protection spell. He didn't have mm-hmm. a body for that. He oh. just he just did the sig he just did the signals or the, the sigils on the ground. His blood using to draw out the sigils, and then they said the words, but they didn't have a body. That's so that true. might have been yeah. the exact reason why she killed herself. Basically, maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, I, well, I like I, with go ahead. I love how. Um, like uh, Hippolyta, how she showed up out of no fucking way. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And she's well, like, yeah. I'm, "I'm here to save my fucking baby." Yeah, <laughs> because the episode before, she's like one with the universe. She's like, "Oh yeah, a cosmic being," and nobody knows where the fuck she is. Because literally, they kept asking, well, "Where is she? Where is she?" No, she she wasn't one with the universe. She was one with Steven Universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Damn. But yeah, she you know, was so- gone. For the a minute. second, when the when the daughter is on the bed and her hair is all fucking juju being out and shit like that, like for a second I thought maybe um, the Afro futuristic girl was gonna be her daughter, because her daughter's been painting some like pretty futuristic stuff, and I thought maybe she might get taken to the future, and like she basically turns around and saves her mom like later on. But I guess it's only season one, or yeah, season one, so you still got a lot more to play around with. Well, it's supposed to be an alternate universe. Where she went yep. to, not not necessarily the future. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's another uh, thing I also realized is that I guess there's going to be more seasons of this. Oh but, yeah, you know, I, I, started... I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, so oh, I also I, I I laughed out loud when I heard uh, when Hippolyta uh, made herself a fucking motherboard and Letty was like, "The fuck is a motherboard?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did you guys talk about the 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 whole swing for defenses thing? Now we're getting oh, there. the Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, so in episode one, Tick had a dream that he's like in a battlefield and Jackie Robinson comes out of nowhere and just fucking 
cracking skulls and shit with a baseball bat, but uh, his it turns out his, his father Tick said that when him and his him his brother and uh, his his Tick's mom was basically about to be killed by these these white people, that some stranger came out with a fucking baseball bat was swinging for the goddamn fences, fucking people up, and like while they're watching it, this baseball player didn't show up, and then like they're like, what the fuck's going on? And like Tick started to like go to try to help, and he comes across a baseball bat. So basically, they they needed to go to the path to be able to cause all this stuff to fucking happen. But man, when Tick was swinging for the fences, I was like, hell fucking yeah! On, did, even did when you... he fucking, even when he hit the hit the girl, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, even that girl yeah, got he, the smoke. I was, was like, like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn. He didn't care. What was the trip? What was the trip about that to me? Like as a fan of old school baseball, you're in 1921. And at least from his dreams, he was saying that he was swinging like Jackie Robinson. This is before Jackie Robinson <laughs> is playing yeah. in the league. And so that's kind of a trip. Now, he wasn't wearing, when Tick goes back to the back to the past or whatever, he's not wearing a Jackie Robinson kind of like no, uh, right. uh, uniform. But his dream and what happened in this in Tulsa were similar, but not exactly the same. No. Interesting, yeah. Because who didn't show up? <laughs> So. Yeah, he, was, he was living out blues fantasy about hitting chicks with bats. Was she over 200 pounds, though? Uh, she, she looked like she was about 240. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn. damn. So, yeah, Holy like, a, as that's all going on, you know, the, the time, you know, things are wrapping up. Uh, obviously, uh, Letty has to wait for this building to burn down around her to escape. <laughs> and so Montrose and Tick, after, you know, securing the kids you know, go back to the portal where Hippolyta is literally holding this portal open in, in extreme pain and they're waiting for Letty. And so Tick uh, goes through the portal, you know, to incur, cause you see how the portal is like failing and trying to get uh, Hippolyta to, you know, make sure that the portal is still stable. And she's like throwing up and looking way worse for wear. She starts levitating in the air. She, her eyes go gray or her hair turns blue. She turns into Orinthia blue, which is amazing. <laughs> And so we're watching and, you know, Letty's walking down the road as they're bombing the city, which literally happened. They bombed them with, from planes, like the city. And she's like walking through these explosions, trying to get to where she needs to be. And eventually she gets through. But it's like, man, Hippolyta was knocking on death's door, trying to keep that, uh, that portal open. Hell yeah. yeah. Great, but great like, episode. This is I, all for D, obviously. So they can I, I use the book of names. I kind of feel like, um, uh, what's the girl's name? Um, the blonde chick, the one that's kind of Christina. controlling the, the one that's like the Christina. daughter of Adam or whatever. Yeah. Christina. I feel like, I feel like she's basically fucking two step ahead of everybody. Cause I think she pet everything in fucking place for this all to happen. And she basically needs Hippo, Hippolyta. She, she needed Hippolyta to go back and get the fucking book basically. And mm -hmm. she, she basically playing chess piece and like everybody just don't know it yet. Well, no, because she already actually has what she needs because they took a picture of the, the pages. But they, uh, I don't think she knows that they went back in time to get the whole book. She and just needed a certain yeah. page and she already has it. Because remember when she took the yeah, picture she gave it to him? Letty gave it to her, yeah, right? Yeah, she has everything that she needs. She, she has the key to the uh, to that portal thing, mm -hmm. the actual machine, and she has the pages that she needs. She even, she, has tick, she even has Tick agreeing to be there during the uh, Equinox or Equinox, e whatever it is. Equinox, yeah. Equinox. So she, she does, a, she does yep. a, everything she needs. The other kind of crazy thing we never really touched on either is that when Tick 
jumped into the fucking portal and like last episode he got projected into the fucking future so he actually got to meet his i'm not i'm not sure if he met him but he like found the book that his son fucking wrote so some lady he talked about his life story so what he said was some lady with he was only in the future for like a couple of like maybe 30 seconds and he said that there was a riot going on with white people and that some lady with a with a with a robot arm shoved a book into his hands and then kicked him across the portal again and the book was uh by his son called lovecraft country yep that's a trip we don't even know what the fuck is going on <laughs> this show this show is amazing yeah um do we want to get into titty news titty news oh it's cardi b well, yeah. no, 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 rewind it, rewind it. We, we still have to go over the boys. The boys. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Holy shit. Yeah. Did everybody watch it? Yeah, I watched it. Damn, Damn he's all over talking about titties. I've talked about it. I like titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, did you watch? Did you, are you all caught up, Prodigy, or no? I, I'm on, I'm on, I'm, I have two more. I'm on, I've just finished six, oh, so I have seven damn. and eight. Oh, but keep Christ. going, keep going. There's gonna be spoilers, uh, man. They... <laughs> yeah, you sure? No, yeah, yeah no, continue, continue. I'm way behind. Go ahead. Okay, well, the boys uh, wrapped it up and everything, and um, I'm trying to—I re- can't remember what happened two episodes ago. I know some crazy shit went down. Um, we we already had the tree nut episode, right? That's when they re- yeah. That's when they yeah, saved so somebody, Starlight. Somebody jump in and give the review for me because I'm trying to remember what happened on the episode before. So the episode before it was um, Starlight was in jail, and Huey and Lamplighter went to go save her. And when Lamplighter set himself on fire, basically to set the alarm to basically to release everybody, release all the locks, release the lockdown so everybody can get out. And then he did that uh, that because he was fucking pissed off that he wasn't popular anymore. Well, no. Well, he didn't know about his statue. He's all like, he said he wanted to do this in front of his statue. He's all, I want to do this in front of my statue. And he was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And then he sets himself on fire. And it, he said he knew of a way to get her out. So why else would he do that? Unless that was the only way. So he set himself on fire, which released all the locks, which got um, Starlight out. Starlight's mom shows up and they pretty much escape. Um, on their way out, she meets Maeve. She tries to convince Maeve to come and uh, squat yeah, he, up with them. She she missed out on uh, well, I'm uh, talking about the very end. Starlight ran into uh, Noir, and they started fucking fighting. And then uh, well, that's Maeve a peanut allergy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, and because she did that with uh, Black Noir, that's when Starlight tries to recruit Maeve, and Maeve says no. Oh, so, that's the second time she tra- so earlier in the episode she tried to recruit Maeve and Maeve is still like doing her like drinking and smoking and stuff and fucking fucking scared yeah she, yeah she's all, all all sort of distraught because her her girl uh left her and everything and realized that all the fucked up shit that she's had to be sort of first-hand witness to while she was with the seven so she doesn't know how to handle it and kind of decides to take some time apart from uh, Maeve and everything. Um, and then at the end of that, well, pretty much what culminates in that episode is that they're going to have this like congressional hearing where they get the, um, I guess, one of the, the top people from Bought to, I guess, testify in front of Congress and talk about what's going on with Compound V and stuff. 
Um, so they have the guy come into the to the courtroom and everything after uh, Butcher threatens him by saying, I'm going to murder your fucking daughter in front of you and all this shit like that. Uh, so they walk into the courtroom and everything and you see like kind of like Homelander have this kind of like Homelander, the actor that plays Homelander, I can't think of his name, but he's so good at giving like facial expressions. <laughs> the real shitty ones, like, yeah. Without like saying anything, it's like yeah. he, he is just really re- amazing good acting where, where he's not even like reading words. You can like see his what he's saying what, through his face, which is just like a, a a different level of acting but uh he's walking in he's about to start testifying in front of this congressional hearing and people's heads start popping like fucking balloons and shit <laughs> yeah. all over the place and it's it's just fucking wild and you're you're like oh shit the person's there but you don't really know who the fuck is doing it and uh because you see uh a train's replacement at first you think it's maybe just like the the people like the, the regular normal people but you see a train's like replacement uh, his head gets popped as well, and uh, everyone's just running around panic, and that's how like, kind of like that episode sort of ends. Um, then it goes into this episode where they're just like, "What the fuck do we do now?" And um, Butcher ends up getting a meeting with uh, uh, what's his name, the actor dude, Giancarlo uh, Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't think of his name on the show, but they have, have a sort of sit down. And uh, he still, he explains to him like, "Yo, I'm gonna sell out the kid." And I'm, I know I'm skipping over a lot. That's of the time, last next but, episode. Uh, That's the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I transitioned to the next episode. Yeah, uh, he's like, "I'm gonna sell out the kid." Blah 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 blah. Just be there. And um, oh, so my, hold on, hold on. I just, I just want my wife back. You have to rewind a second because we didn't explain that uh, Stormfront and Homelander stole. Homelander's kid from the mom. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that's important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, in the previous episode, they stole the kid, ran off. So now the mom is just like, I'm fucking living in this make believe neighborhood, and I don't even have my kid anymore. So it's, she she's freaking out. Uh, in a recent episode, she ends up escaping the, the makeshift neighborhood that she she's living in. She's just like, I get the fuck out of here. She ends up meeting up with the boys and explains what happened. She's like, they took my kid. Etc. Etc. So now Stormfront and Homelander are trying to, I guess, raise this this kid and doing a shitty job of it because they're just horrible people. They bring them to like this. Uh, they bring them Six Flags or like Bot World, and because um, he's they're trying to, I guess, make things try to be normal and bring kids to the amusement park. But once they actually show up there, it's like like fucking LeBron James walking into fucking. Disneyland, everyone swarms them and like wants pictures and autographs, and the kid starts freaking out, so they have to leave. And uh, Kronos, you, you can set up the the hilarious um, white genocide line that was just like epic. Yeah, yeah, it's like they were trying to convince Ryan, the son, you know, to stay and that there's bad guys out there, you know, because basically they're, they're trying to get him to use his powers, and he's trying to get him to use like his heat vision because obviously he has a heat vision, but he he just doesn't really know how to use it or control it. And so Homelander's like, oh, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, yeah, think about something you don't like. I think it's Stormfront actually said that. You think about something that you hate. And then she's like, you know, there's people out there. uh, Homelander. Homelander. Yeah. yeah. Well, then Stormfront is like, you know, there's people out there that that, they don't like you because of the color of your skin. And she's talking about a white genocide. And then I'm just like, some, huh? 
<laughs> it's like white genocide. Like what the fuck? What's this bitch talking about? I was just like, man. And Homelander was just like, Homelander was just like, all right, sure, sounds okay. I'm getting pussy. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, dude. Yeah. I, yeah, I read Homelander. it as like Homelander was like, really? Uh, okay, I guess maybe the pussy's good, but okay, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was just yeah. amazing to me. So they, they have to come up with a, you know, Billy Butcher has to come up with a plan with the boys to, to get Ryan back. He cut a deal with, uh, I forget the, the black guy's name, but basically to um, capture Ryan and then give him to Vought and then put basically the kid into witness protection program so nobody would be able to find the kid again. And then Billy was going to give himself up after that. So eventually... You know, they have this huge plan to, like, get the kid away from, you know, Homelander and Stormfront. It's a pretty elaborate plan. And ends up basically coming down to a bunch of fight scenes with uh, Stormfront and Stormfront, the female, and Starlight Starlight start fighting. And then Queen Maeve comes and, like, saves them. They all get into this fight and just, like, whoop the shit out of Stormfront. Like, Mojo Jojo beatdown. Beat the shit out of her. It's like the scene from Office Space when they're when they're fucking beat up that fucking printer. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> it was yes. bad. Yes. So Stormfront is like, all right, I'm getting my ass whooped. It's time to bounce out of here. So she leaves uh, and and like finds uh, Billy and the mom that are running to try and get the kid out of there because Billy decides that hey, you know, I guess you know I'm not gonna give the kid up. Let's get the kid and the mom into witness protection program. And then they get caught up in all this shit, so they have to run from Stormfront. But then Stormfront actually leaves, like leaving the ass whooping. She catches up with Billy, the kid, and the mom, and uh, she starts basically choking the mom out, like killing the mom. And the son was just like, "No," and his heat vision comes on. And that's when, yeah, and, that, and that's when I think that's right around the time when I think Billy shows up. Or something like that. Yeah. And, like, Key Vision goes off. Stormfront gets fucked up. Basically goes the way of fucking Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, God damn. Well, she had a real bad Billy, day. Ah, yeah. oh, damn. Well, well Billy, Billy starts whacking Stormfront with the crowbar. Yeah, he was and there. And it's, like, yeah. not doing shit. Like, yeah. She's just, like, in, in kill mode. And she gives that line about, oh, I... Open your eyes, I want to see the light go out. Yeah. Which is like the same thing she said to uh, Kamiko's brother yeah. when uh, she killed him or whatever. And uh, the son just I guess, has a just an emotional episode and triggers his powers and fucking uh, the, the zaps her. Light. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then uh, I don't like I don't think the son killed the mom. I think because the star point her fucking grip on the mom's throat was so fucking tight, like. Yeah, that she actually ripped off the mom or ended up killing the mom, but the son killed Stormfront at the same time. So I don't think Stormfront's dead, by the way. I think she's. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I don't think... Well, she is alive. They talked about it. Yeah. She's yeah, gonna show they... up in Darth. She's gonna show up in Darth Vader's suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everything. She... No, she, I think she can regenerate because, like, when her and Storm and her and uh, Homerider were fucking, he burnt the shit out of her chest, and her chest is back to normal yeah. again. So yeah, I think they have some like healing I'm... powers. I'm pretty well, sure that's locked. not the last of Stormfront, for oh, sure. No. Yeah, well, she, 
Well, she yeah, well, they have to put her pretty much on the shelf because they revealed to everybody that she's a fucking Nazi mm-hmm. and everything with, with photos and stuff. And they got it le- all leaked out. And they, they started dropping memes and on her and stuff about how, uh, I forget the song that they said. Yeah. Like, Runner with a truck or something like that. It was, it was pretty fucking yeah. good. But uh, so they, they sort of put her on the shelf. And you also find out from Gene Carlo that uh, he's not about having Stormfront there, but it's all about business for him and making money. Because uh, when he's having a, a conversation with the, um, the president of the the, co- the collective church, the Fresca person, the, the Fresca people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they make they sort of talk about getting uh, the deep back in, but they can't get A Train back in because of, of the Stormfront problem because he's black. And everything which they. <laughs> Yeah, because pretty much because he's black, you find out that A Train's actually listening in on the conversation and it's just like, what the fuck? And that's when he gives over the the special file dossier to uh, to to the boys uh, about uh, what's her name's back back history and everything. So um, you and then also we uh, about the the scene where um, Homelander pretty much takes out that whole SWAT team and yeah. shit. Because they, uh, they 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 set out this like big sonic sounding device that was supposed to like distract them all. Well, the, well, Butcher grabs the boy, makes a swap and He's supposed to deliver him the boy to Bot, and but ends up he ends up sort of like doing a double cross. And so when the SWAT team is there ready to pick up the boy, Homelander comes back home and it's like fucking Goldilocks in the house with three bears. <laughs> and uh, Homelander is like, Yo, where's my son? And uh, son ain't there. <laughs> and Homelander just does a fucking cuts him like symmetrically through the fucking down the middle or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on? And it's just like, oh, this is all bad, bad situation. And then uh, you eventually see Homelander come out the house and he's just covered in gore or whatever. Pretty much because he just fucked up the entire thing. And then uh, as we fast forward, they have the big fight with the girl stomping out Stormfront. Uh, Stormfront ends up get, escaping, gets killed by the, the kid, and then you see after the after aftermath of the son killing his mom, uh, Butcher grabs this like crowbar and you're just like, oh shit, is he gonna fuck up uh, the kid? And then that I think that's when Homelander gets there or something. Yeah, and it, it becomes like a sort of like the battle in terms of like, oh come to me, come to me sort of deal. And uh, the son ends up going to Butcher. Well, it just looks like he was going to try to kill the fucking kid. Yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah, with the, with the crowbar. And, um, so you have that whole tense moment. And then uh, Homelander, I guess he just sort of like flies off. Because he's just like, what the fuck? He, he's pretty much sort of like kind of like mentally fucked Whoa, up. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. He doesn't just fly off. There's a reason why he leaves. Yeah. So uh, you miss when... So Homelander is basically about to cut down Butcher. But then Queen Maeve is behind him and she has her phone out and she playing the video of when they were on the the airplane that they let die. It shows everything that he's doing. And she she tells Homelander, you're going to let them go. And he's like, why am I going to do that? She's all, I'm going to send this out to everyone. All I got to do is push send. And this goes to every newscast, every blog, everything that is associated with us and everyone's gonna see what a piece of shit you are and he's like well i'm gonna kill you if you do that she's like i don't care at this point 
because even if you kill me, the rest of the world will stop loving you. And he just like, he like in, has this like internal fire inside of him where you can see him and he's listening to the crowds of people that love him in his head and it slowly fades away and it like, it, it fucking affects him. So then he just like looks at Butcher and Butcher's like, all right, all right, she got you. He takes a kid and just walks away. And that's when Homelander takes off because he's just like, fuck. Because it's like every time Homelander and Butcher meet, Butcher manages to still walk away no matter what. Even yeah. though Homelander could have literally just lasered the shit out of him, but but Butcher manages yeah. to walk away every time. But the best part of the and entire you, episode was the end. Yes. Oh. Then you, uh, you, uh, you go to this like press conference where um, they're having this Homelander's kind of giving this public thing, this public apology. He's like, oh, we were wrong about uh, but Starlight, blah, 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 blah. The crew, uh, Stormfront was actually, yeah, Stormfront was actually, we didn't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm giving this whole big fucking apology thing, which you can see is just eating, eating away at his core. Mm. And um, then the second to last scene, you see Butch, uh, not Butcher, Huey, Who's just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna take some time off from the boys, et cetera, et cetera. Well, actually, I'm sorry, before that, uh, the guy from the church is on the phone uh, talking with, is he talking with Gene Carlo or? No, he's talking, that's the, that's the very last scene. He's talking to the, the senator. Okay. All right. They, that's no, like, yeah, that's the con- okay. He's, he's a Fada from uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's not he's talking, talking to her. Yeah, yeah, because he asked right. about like some tax credits and yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean like tax that. tax exempt or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they, he's like, okay, and everything, and he hangs up the phone, sits on his fresca, and his fucking head pops, and I'm like, what the fuck is with fresca? I'm like, goddamn. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. I'm, I don't think I'll ever drink a fresca in my life. I don't think I have. But I was like, I sure as fuck not never drinking a fucking fresca <laughs> now. And uh, you see her like outside of like i guess the the little whatever church house property like on the phone and everything you realize oh shit she's got the the head popping skills which is a big twist because like when everyone's head was getting popped at the senator hearing she was there looking all freaked the fuck out and shit like that mm-hmm. like dude like it, i was i thought her head was gonna pop and everything yeah. and she she looked like she was scared so it was it was really good well really well done just, if you if you go back and rewatch that episode Everybody who had popped, she's looking at. Like yeah. her eyes on everybody who's head popping. It's like, oh shit! Like the clues were always fucking there. Well, you know what's crazy? What what threw me oh. off is that there's another person who's still actually in the wind, who has a very similar power. Yeah. Which I was like, I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. I thought it was her too. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was her too. It, and then I was like, oh shit. But she she made body pop. <laughs> yeah, it's the person that was in that was in that jail, like the the mm-hmm. experimentation detention facility. She yeah. made b- whole bodies pop, and I thought it was her, but it's obviously not. And then I was thinking, what if it's the same person? But it can't be because while she was still in the detention facility, that senator was making speeches when Homelander landed. So mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But that, but that super yeah, potential super villain is still in the. So are a bunch of other people are they're still in the wind with all these crazy powers? Mm-hmm. That's probably where the spinoff comes in. And then you see a uh, Homelander, uh, fucking broken oh yeah mentally <laughs> but rubbing one out 
fucking talking to himself. Look, uh, look. <laughs> something, something seems like Prodigy would might be into. It, be like, I do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, beating off in like With his tears into the skyline. Yeah. It's Christ uh, Christ, Christ oh, man. Yeah. Which, which is the meme that I came across that had like Batman and, and Spider-Man on the little fucking gargoyles looking over like in the city and then the next panel was fucking Homelander fucking rubbing one off home. like because <laughs> it was talked about that this that scene I I assume it's it's possibly in the comics or whatever but it was originally there was that scene was supposed to be in the first season yeah. but it was yeah. like one of the only things that I guess the executives were just like I, I don't think we can do that or whatever we, we can have people running through bodies and disfigurements yeah. and all kinds of shit like that. But like, no, no masturbation in front of, uh, on, on top of a building or whatever. And this, this season they were just like, you know what, fuck it. Every, first season was a success. We'll, we'll push it up the envelope even more. So they show him fucking beaten off in, in front of the fucking mm-hmm. skyline or whatever, just raining jizz down into the city. Perfectly into the episode still. Like if, if this was pre-recorded, like from season one, like it fit perfectly into season two, like with everything that was fucking going on. Oh yeah. On. Yeah. And then also you see Huey going into Head Popper's office, so getting a job. Season, yeah. Season three, I guess, is being filmed now, from what I've I've heard. So uh, nice. I still am a little bit salty because I would have loved to have been able to marathon it, just because I'm I'm greedy and selfish like that. But it, I enjoyed being able to like look forward to something every Friday and watching every episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess we're on the titties with uh, Prodigy. The, the titty I, I just <laughs> found uh, found it like always interesting when we're talking about the subject of titties. Uh, Cardi had some kind of titties that popped out or went on Instagram or Twitter or something. It went on the socials. Um, the weirdest thing was people were complaining about her titties or making fun <laughs> of her titties, which was really odd. Something about the areolas looked too big. First of all, if you see titties, you appreciate titties. So that this is weird to me. But um, here was the great thing: other just random, not only fan girls, not porn stars, just random girls all over fucking Twitter started this hashtag boobs out for Cardi, and it was raining fucking titties all day yesterday, <laughs> all over the fucking interwebs. There's Did y'all see this? Oh, yeah. It's still going on. You're still going. You're still titties. You can't find a hashtag. Like, I'm looking up the hashtag on Twitter right now, and nothing's fucking coming up. I found it. it, 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 it. There's plenty of titties. I'm looking at it right now. Hashtag, out for Cardi, and nothing's coming up. Man. All kinds of titties. Yesterday was raining. But, like, if you you Google it, stuff is coming up. But Twitter is apparently pulling it or something. Mm. You, You are just constantly respecting women. We, we in the same week that Megan Thee Stallion got, they found out who shot her and shit like that. You're more focused on Cardi B's titties. See, I just Megan Thee Stallion look, being shot. Look, obviously, <laughs> Car- obviously Cardi's titties are pretty powerful because they she got other titties out. Like that's pretty impressive. She started the whole movement of free titties. Come on now. I'm looking at titties that. right now. This chick, she has a a plug in, a tail plug in. <laughs> with her boobs out. I mean, I see other dudes saying they're looking respectfully at this at this tribute. So I mean, it's still there. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I never. I, 
it, that was not on my 2020 bingo that there would be a random new hashtag for here's some free titties all over the place with just random girls. That was cool. That's that's a free space on your bingo card. Well, there you go. You know what, what I don't there get is people that are, com what are complaining about the size of her areolas. It's like, have you not seen a variety of titties before? Or like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's shit. What, what that's the weird. fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's no very idea. odd. Yeah. They come in all shapes and sizes. It's like, pull out your dick and see how many chicks make fun of that shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. You know, these fucking, no these fucking weak ass dudes. <laughs> Who complains about titties? I, that's that's odd. Yeah, I can I can tell you one guy who does. That one senator that talked about how the lop song was too much. Oh, he's not, oh, a, he's senator. not a senator. Talk about Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I'm not sure what the fuck he was. <laughs> yeah, Ben Shapiro. He's another another weak ass dude. Yeah, yeah. you don't like wet ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's a it, it's a hoax from the left. <laughs> Um, hold on, hold man, on real, think, real quick. Sorry, yeah. I just thought about this because it fucking bothers me when people talk about obvious anatomy things. It's like I don't know if Cardi B does she have kids? Yeah, yeah she has. Yeah, she has one kid. Daughter. Well, that's likely yeah. one of the reasons why our fucking areolas are so big. Because the whole reason why areolas are big and they get darker is so a kid knows where to fucking get milk from. You fucking morons. There you go. Yeah, and and some. Some are bigger. I mean, there's all different sizes. Yeah, some, just some naturally. Some are bigger even before kids. Yeah, right? yeah. You know? It's just people are, people are just dumb. Yeah, it's fucking weird. All right, guys, should we wrap it on up, man? We've covered we've covered some of fucking everything, goddammit. Well, hold on. You want to talk about Ice Cube for a minute. Did you want to talk oh, about this okay. week or you want to wait? We can. No, that was from today. Yeah. Go ahead. You can set it up. Well, no, I mean, you had the problem, so you set it up. <laughs> Yeah, so my, my here's my thing. Um, Ice Cube, I, I, supposedly, if, if you believe what he said, that he's proposed to both the Democrats and the Republicans a, I haven't read the whole thing, but a plan for black America. Is that the best way of, of describing it, yeah, I guess? Yeah, it's, it's a contract. It's a contract. Contract. Okay. With black. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he met with Trump, or uh, according to him, uh, the Democrats said maybe after the election, maybe, I don't know. Uh, he met with Trump and the, the campaign. I, I thought he not Trump and not Trump in person or on like directly. He met, Trump's he, administration. Yeah, Is that yeah, that's, that's fair. Okay, yes. Trump's administration. Uh, there's a, a part of it. I think is something something along the lines of five. The numbers I thought were like five hundred billion or five hundred yep. million. I don't know what the exact numbers were. Five hundred billion with the B. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a lot of money. My issue is this. Um, I don't trust that this is going to fucking happen at all in, in terms of the Trump administration being interested in just giving $500 billion to black, uh, the black community. Now, I do not have a problem with Ice Cube trying to get that by talking to anybody. The proof is in the pudding. If he's able to do it, then I eat my words and that's great. That's awesome. That's a win. But there's nothing in the, Trump's history or his administration that tells me that this is a priority for him whatsoever. Well, what say y'all? Let's be let's be completely fair here. All right. So y'all know I'm not a fan of President Trump, like at all. But he is not 100% bad against all things. Case in point, he gave what a couple of million dollars, more than a couple million dollars, to the HBCUs. You know, so it's not like he's. Did he? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. I missed that. Yeah, I think. He did. He does like fucking 
10 bad things than he does one good thing. So it's like easy to overlook the the bad shit for the for the good shit. Y'all can fact check me as I'm as I'm speaking, but I've read about that in mul- for multiple news sources that he got funding for millions of dollars for HBCUs, which is a great thing. So it's not, I mean, obviously, you know, you got to do things for political purposes and you can't be 100% bad 100% of the time. Um, so that being said, um, wherever we can get funding from um, to help the black community, let's do it. Because right now, let's be totally honest, neither side is fucking helping. And that's a serious <clears throat> problem. And um, I'm glad that he went to both sides and he's willing to actually listen um, or actually just meet with them and try to get the ball rolling. I'm with Prodigy. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I mean, prove me wrong, please. I want it to go somewhere. I want somebody to give a shit about the black community that has been underserved for you know hundreds of years. And it'd be nice for it to change. Um, but I'm, I'm rooting for them to actually do something about it. Um, but first of all, I don't think, hopefully they won't be in power in the next couple of, by next month. Or next year or whatever um okay. but you know it's still good that somebody's out there trying to advocate for the black community um that has the power to do so and that's ice cube so if you can get the funding from wherever you want to get the fucking funding from go do it and help the black community yeah i again i don't have any problem with ice i don't think now let me just be real careful on this ice cube is not an elected official no. i grew up on ice cube yeah. Ice Cube certainly. Uh, I, I feel like um, in a in a joking way he helped raise me because I, I listened to so much fucking Ice Cube growing up. Yeah. But at the same time, he's not elected by anybody. Uh, you know, no nobody has said that he is. Uh, we want him to represent us to uh, any administration. But if he as a as a his own citizen uh, wants to do that, I say more power to him. But again, there hasn't been anything that I've seen, and I'll have to look up the HBCU thing, but there hasn't been anything that I've seen in Trump's long history uh, that gives me any faith that this is going to happen. Now, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, oh, well, obviously in January, if Biden wins, this is going to immediately happen to him, this be on the top of his agenda either. I just don't have a lot of faith in this being real especially two weeks two and a half weeks before the election i, I just i don't yeah. buy it yeah i mean I, nothing about this smells right yeah and i, I looked up the story and yeah it, it's uh 250 million dollars he signed a bill to to fund hbcus so so federal I, federal funding yeah yeah obviously not my, fucking that's Come on now. that's great <laughs> my my, yeah. my whole feeling on that is like it's it's i i consider it bullshit or whatever i mean yeah you signed a check or whatever what what good does actually signing a check or whatever to if we're trying to stop all these systemic racism issues that are going on in the country any rich person can sign a check like i would be more impactful if you did some sort of policy or did some sort of legislature to help combat the problem in terms of like what's going on any rich fucking I mean, well, any, any rich person can can sign a check and people do tout this whole like oh th- this is why when people say oh he's done more for the black community than anybody else he definitely or whatever not. they <laughs> that, that's well i agree but the number one stat that they pull up is he donated five hundred million dollars to the to hbcus okay what did that money do or whatever if you you gave 500 million dollars to the entire to 
Howard, Grambling, Southern, Hampton, et cetera, et cetera, Clark, blah, blah, blah. What did they do with that money? Did they just, what, build new facilities at their, their universities? Like, what did that actual money go towards? They in terms of like, yeah, it, well, it, just handing over money to a university doesn't mean, it, it, it's a simple fucking process. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean that you, you're actually giving a shit about what is going on in that community or at that university. It's just like, oh, y'all need money here. Here, take this and just just be gone. Just just sort of shut up for now and take this money. Like, I think it, it to me, I just feel it's so disingenuous and it gives these MAGA people a talking point when they're when people try to combat and say like, Trump's not racist. How could he be racist when he donated five hundred thousand dollars to or five hundred million dollars to HBCUs? Racist people wouldn't fucking do that shit. And it gives them a talking point. And I just I just think it's so disingenuous when people try to use that line is, is to combat him and actually staying and doing actual legitimate racist shit or whatever when they're, they cite that, that factoid that like, well, he's donated and he's given black people money so he can't be racist. I have a black friend, so I can't be racist either. It's sort of along the same lines, except rich people give money to their black friends rather than say like i have a black friend at least that's how i feel yeah so i i agree with like a lot of what you said but like the bill that he that he signed there was very specific things that are supposed to be going towards it wasn't just like a blank check um some of it went towards expanding programs in science technology and engineering it went towards uh millions of dollars went towards serving hispanics serving institutions tribal schools uh and there's very specific things that it went towards so it wasn't just a blank check but i'm with you on everything else you said um, and when it comes yeah. to Ice Cube, uh, what specifically he was asking for was for them to um, come to an agreement with, a, it's called the CWBA, and it's a contract with Black America. And it's a whole litany of things that, it's like a list of shit that they want to get done to help Black communities. So with representation, I'll just read you the, just the bullet points. Representation, mm -hmm. lending reform, federal funding, federal reserve, financial oversight, data and credit, prison reform, judicial reform, police reform act, FCC licensing, Confederate institutions, AGP programs, and uh, Black responsibility. So that's what they, he's trying to. That's what Ice Cube is trying to get out there is like this contract with Black America to like really deal with things in a specific way that are really affecting our community. Whether or not that happens or not, I don't know. But he seems to have a pretty comprehensive fucking list of shit on what he thinks could help fix the harm that's been done to the Black community. So, so Ice Cube went to the guy that was convicted and paid out millions of dollars for housing discrimination uh, against black people and decided that he's going to write up a contract with this same person. The same person that is not allowed to also head any sort of official charities because those things were found to be fraud and had contract uh, uh, negligence and everything. Same guy that was also impeached for inter in interfering with investigations and everything. We're going to take Ice Cube's word that this guy signed a contract with him, well, regular so, famous rapper dude. Yeah, so like, obviously I, I, it was not, you just talked to the administration, but also everything you said, yeah, it's all valid. The guy did some fucking shitty shit, but if you want to get something done and the guy listens and you can make something of it, that's the guy you, you talk to. You, you go through some sort of legislature to write up a contract to get this shit done that's, i mean that's not legislator that's a that's a that's a handshake agreement with a rapper well it's, like, yeah yo, you have I, to I met, hold on hold on man you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. you have to start somewhere right not with ice well, cube 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't care I mean, who star I don't care who starts it. Like as long as somebody yeah. as long as something positive comes of it, like why would we care who started it? And yeah, I don't agree with everything I, Ice Cube says, but I mean if, if we can get rolling in the right direction, like why not do that? Well, and, and just to be really, really clear though, there have been <laughs> plenty of well thought out agenda items with the black Congress uh congressmen and women for decades and decades and decades uh trying to promote legislation that has some similarities and some some even more robust um plans quote unquote for black america that have fallen on either deaf ears or there's no political will on them um for for a long time but i i i, I don't want to mischaracterize it as only Ice Cube has ever come up with any type of black uh, uh, black uh, community agenda. That's just not true. I mean, there, there have been in Congress people who have been elected to Congress, uh, some black and some not, have come up with legislation to oh, yeah. help improve. For sure, a lot of that has fallen on deaf ears. And I also, again, I have to go back to this. Ice, while I agree with some of the points that are on Ice Cube's agenda. He is not a, a, an elected official and does not set legislation. But you know, you know who else isn't? Kim Kardashian. You know who else got to sit next to fucking President Trump and, and push down some sure. uh, prison reform? Kim Kardashian. So sure. I mean, we, we can say all, all things that we want that, yeah, they're not an elected official, they're celebrities. I get that. I'm totally with you with that shit. But if somebody can get into the ear of this person and get them to do some real change, um, I'm all for it. And like I said, I, I'm not 100% with everything that Ice Cube says. But if, if, if he can bypass some political bullshit and cut to the chase, which obviously I doubt is going to happen, especially at this time frame, um, yeah. I would love to see it done. Yeah, I, 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 I can get on board. I can get on board with that. Um, all right, let's wrap it on up then. We're all in agreement on, on, on O'Shea Jackson. Uh, what you got popping this week? Blue. Blue's still there? Blue's on mute. Oh, he's muted. He's on mute. Goddamn, Blue. You gotta talk. <laughs> John, he uh, muted. Uh, this weekend, still, I'm still recovering. So my whole thing that happened to me in the hospital, like I still have like small pains here and there. They're not major. They're just like out of nowhere. I'll have like a quick little spike of pain. So um, that should happen. I gotta follow up with my doctors. Um, they they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. It's not Crohn's disease or any other thing. They just it, it could have been just something I fucking ate. It just fuck with my stomach and it just happened to happen for the third time but um definitely doing yard work um since we had all the fires and like the rains and stuff like that the air quality's been real shit so i haven't had a chance to like work in my yard so gotta work on the front yard this week but um yeah i mentioned earlier that i, I bought a fucking robot vacuum cleaner thingy and I, I, it comes on friday i'm like really looking forward to playing with that goddamn thing because i don't know i just want to I just want to see a little slave running around cleaning after me since I don't have a kid or anything. Your so dogs are gonna love it. I feel like it might be a good, <laughs> a good, a good, uh, a or whatever. But um, other than that, hopefully I can, I'm hoping I can jump back into playing uh, Borderlands Three and get into that uh, the Halloween uh, DLC again. Squat up on that, and also squatting up on um, Among Us because that shit was so much fun today playing with Stitch. Good cool. shit, Stitch. What you got? Uh. I'm gonna probably be playing a little bit of Call of Duty. Um, I wanna see if I can try to figure out a way to organize something where we can uh, 
squad up or maybe even reach out to some of our listeners and, and get like an Among Us like group uh, game going on. I think that would be really fun. Uh, so play the bartender. Uh, if you want to get on with us and, and some of our other uh, fans, uh, Kev, uh, um, something, something cast, so everybody. If you want on Among Us, reach out to us. Uh, let's let's start accusing each other and pointing fingers at who the killer is and getting people thrown out in space. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was in Tahoe last week. <laughs> I was in Tahoe last weekend. That was really cool. It was, First time I'd ever been to Lake Tahoe. Um, we just decided. What's that? You never been in the wintertime as well? No, no, I've never been or whatever. It's kind of salty. My parents were never bringing me and everything, but um, it's it was a re- really awesome to just not to just make this long, but it's like you. Someone explained to me it's like being in California is like a lifestyle and everything. Yeah, everything's more expensive out here, but you are paying for a different way of life and you really appreciate it when you can go from where we live in, in an urban not overly urban but a, a city populated environment where it's like if we go or at least for me it's a, maybe like an hour but for you guys maybe like 30 minutes to the west you guys are right on the beach and everything or if we drive two hours or hour and a half in a direction to the east we can be up in the mountains secluded just sort of chilling and everything and i mean depending on if it's warm weather or cold weather you you would have no idea you're in california it might as well be like colorado or whatever you would have no fucking idea and i think it's it was really cool to just sort of get a completely different change of scenery uh there was it was just clear skies no no smoke from the fires or anything and just able to just get a, a nice clear head and just be able to just sort of relax decompress out in, in lake tahoe i really want to go back when it's when it's snowing just to get that whole like scenery view. And um, it, it was just really awesome just to even like see like the elevation signs where it's just like, I'm 8,000 feet above sea level. It's like, I've been, I've been to like Denver and stuff and I thought that was like the highest above sea level I would ever be. And I'm just like, I'm like 8,000 feet. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is, this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. No problems with fires and whatnot out there or air quality no, is pretty no, good? No, it, it was really cool. Um, Lake Tahoe was absolutely beautiful. I mean see pictures of it and stuff about how clear the water is and obviously cold um did you get a chance to drive around it yeah well i i let my i let storm sort of play with my phone and everything because she just wants to chew it and everything and i guess during when i had like the gps map stuff on before i set the destination when we like when we had our little breakfast at uh, our, our breakfast before we came home it turned off my GPS routes where it avoided, it had me avoiding major highways and tolls on the way back. So when I hit the trip for me to come back to, to Livermore, it was like, oh, it's gonna take you four and a half hours. I was like, what the fuck? Cause like, it only took me like two and a half, three to get up. I mean, well, more like three to get up here, but I was like, well, I guess traffic or some shit's bad. And it had me going through like, like, Route 88. It, it was no highways I was taking back. And it, it had <laughs> oh, go through some back route shit. It, it yeah, like complete back route shit. And like it had me avoiding like all highways. Like I was like a drug runner and shit like that. I'm like, <laughs> I can see 580 over there, but like, why is it telling me not to get on 580? But I'm like, whatever. And I'm driving through Stockton. Stockton is fucking crazy. Like, Stockton <laughs> is not the place to fucking be 
like I've seen like homeless encampments and stuff like that. This was like a this was a fucking village or whatever down mm-hmm. by like the marina and stuff. And I was like, why is it bringing me here and shit like that? It was just like it was it was insane. It was it was crazy. Um, I'm getting sidetracked, but Stockton is I, I don't want to say scary, but Stockton ain't the place to be. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but other than that, it, it was it was really cool. Had a blast. Um, yeah. Good shit, Carlos. What you got? Uh, well, you know, I'm quarantining with me and my oldest daughter. I get another COVID nineteen test on Monday, so I can reunite with the rest of my family again. It's always a bummer when I have to do this. It fucking sucks. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to change the brakes on my oldest daughter's car because. We were driving here and I was told that the car was good to go. And first time I pulled into a gas station, I'm hitting the brakes and it's <laughs> on the freeway, the steering wheel's all shaky and shit. I'm just like, oh god uh, damn it. So I bought some brakes. I mean, and gonna be fucked up too. What's up? I yeah. I said it. One at a time. <laughs> As I said the rotors might be uh some damage too yeah i bought new rotors and and brakes like it's not my first rodeo (laughs) so are you gonna have have her help you do it yeah yeah i'm I'm gonna show her how to do one and she's gonna do the other so it should be uh should be a pretty cool thing to do it should only take like maybe an hour or two if it was just me it'd take like an hour but i gotta show her how to do it so she knows how to work on her own car um awesome other than that i mean i don't know i'm catching up on a lot of comics i caught up on all my ex comics um, except for the ones that came out today. Um, I haven't read those yet. I'll read those probably later on this week. But uh, yeah, X of Swords seems to be uh, pretty good. Everybody seems to be liking nice. it so far. And it's it's making people actually go out and buy the rest of the X books. So I thought I had all of them. And I was reading them. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I don't have uh, X Factor. And I was like, I thought I had oh, it. Yeah. But I didn't. It's like and it's part of like X of Swords. So yeah. Um, so I had to go back through. Luckily the comic shop had all the ones that I needed. Like one through four. So... Um, yeah, if y'all get a chance, definitely check out X of Swords and like the whole, you know, Hickman universe of all things X-Men. So he has like a clear vision of where he wants this all to go. And the other writers that are writing other comics seem to be all in this online. It's, they're, they're really good. Really good stories. So all the books have been good so far. So, yeah. Check them out. Good shit. Uh, old Ninja, what you got? Uh, so, tomorrow... Uh, season three of Star Trek Discovery drops, yeah. so I'm gonna be checking that out for sure. Uh, sometime tomorrow. Um, we did. We haven't really talked about anime. I know. I don't know if you guys talked about it when I was having issues, but uh, Cronus was talking about this new anime that was out that I I wanted to hear more about. Um, there's also apparently Burn the Witch. Burn the Witch. There you go. Battle. Did y'all talk about that at all earlier or no? We didn't. No, I just watched it today, okay. so, yeah. Uh, there's also a new... So, it's being called an anime, but, I mean, it's an American thing. Uh, the uh, Blood of Zeus It's going to be a Netflix thing. Sam Dudes? Um, they've been showing okay. advertisements of it. It's out in, like, another week or something like that. Um, I want to check that out. It's out on the 27th. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to checking that out, but I got to catch up on a God of High School. Is, is, I haven't started on, that out. Isn't that Sam Dietz, the Zeus thing? I Ooh. I don't know, but I know it has a fairly decent cast. I know that, but yeah, I can double check. Um, I'm gonna be definitely playing a lot more Star Wars Squadrons. Um, I will be playing 
some uh, Modern Warfare, of course. Um, I was playing with Stitch. We were playing the new mode. That mode's gone now, but they got some new stuff up and running. Uh, I guess they're teasing a Halloween event for Warzone. It's uh, if you are playing in the um, on the Warzone map, you'll see posters of the Haunting of Verdansk, which is the theme of the um, upcoming Halloween event. It's not quite clear, but the heavily rumored event is probably going to be zombies somewhere in, on the yes. map. Maybe it's the whole map. We don't know yet. Um, we'll find out hopefully in the next couple weeks from whatnot. Um, <clears throat> just doing a lot more game. Oh, I got to actually start um, Ghost of Tsushima. So I want to check out the, um, the DLC. I haven't even like, installed the game yet. <clears throat> so I'm going to try to do that before this weekend. But um, yeah, it's going to be mostly some Star Wars and Modern Warfare over the weekend. And probably a little bit of Gears. But just chilling. Oh, definitely Star Trek. So I'm going to try to hopefully be talking about that next week as well. Because we we're going to be talking on the... We get confirmation on the Sam Deets? No, it's not Sam Deets, but someone was saying that I think it's about a showrunner. Yeah, okay, so it's the same studio as Castlevania. Oh, okay. It's mm-hmm. uh, Powerhouse Animation Studios. Nice. There we go. So that's pretty much it for me. Good shit. Um, based on Blue's recommendation, literally from two fucking years ago, I finally finished up uh, the first season of Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> and I fucking love that shit. That shit was goddamn fucking spooky. I don't like watching it alone. <laughs> Fuck you, Blue, for recommending it, because goddamn, uh, it was good, but it was spooky. Um, and then they got uh, season two just dropped, because Netflix loves to do shit in a timely goddamn manner, and it's October. Uh, the new one is called Haunting of Bly Manor. And goddamn, this shit might even be worse in terms of the, the spooky fuckingness. Perfect for Halloween times. Mm. I'm loving that. Um, and then uh, the only other thing, oh, big ass fucking shout out. Um, I love the fucking Fleetwood Mac song. Oh, green. shit. The fucking uh, TikTok guy, uh, Dogface something on TikTok, he, he does this video where he's just on a long skateboard drinking some ocean spray cranberry juice, listening to that song. It went fucking viral. My kids are watching it. I'm watching it. I, I had heard Fleetwood Mac before, never liked it until this. Visuals are fucking powerful. It's a fucking vibe, goddammit. Drink so the fucking really quick, juice. Skate on. So the CEO of Ocean Spray had talked to the dude, and it's because his car broke down and he had to go to work. So he took his skateboard to work and just filmed himself on TikTok. So the CEO of Ocean Spray gave him a truck, and they filled yeah. the truck with, like, yeah ocean spray and then i'm watching um was it sunday night football and state farm basically turned that through tiktok into a fucking commercial so (laughs) uh mick fleetwood put up a tiktok response where he's drinking cranberry juice and he's on some kind of uh i i'm pretty sure it was either uh roller skates or something but they mashed him up and then Everybody else that copied it, they turned it into this like little, like uh, uh, montage type thing. So it's like a challenge thing. Yeah, it's like a challenge. But they turned everyone that did it into a montage and ended it with the split screen of Mick Fleetwood and the dude on the skateboard. So big ups to him. That Uh, came from the whole Pence fly thing was the fucking fly on Pence head drinking fucking cranberry. Oh (laughs) yeah. Mike Wood shit playing. That shit had me fucking. No, the the best one. The best one I saw is President Trump doing it. He's drinking bleach. 
Uh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, damn, they went that was hard, awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, actually, the yeah. one that I probably the best one I saw was like a pumpkin head. This dude had a jack o' lantern on his head <laughs> with uh, some Starbucks, and he throws it in his fucking face, and it's all spilling down, and then he wrecks. That shit was this, hilarious. This shit, this shit is great. And then real quickly, uh, I give props. Um, you, you know, I, I've said a lot, talked a lot of trash about uh, the fucking Lakers, but they got it done uh, with Bron Bron this year. Um, I, I got to give props to the fucking NBA for having that bubble shit that worked out completely perfectly with no fucking COVID cases. Take a fucking hint to the White House and the rest of America, because holy shit, they were successful with that, and there were a lot of fucking doubters. Uh, you compare that with the fucking NFL, and it's night and day. The NFL's canceling games, cases all over the fucking place. You know, a lot of fucking problems in football. The NBA showed that it could be done. Different sport, different parameters, I get all that. But they showed that they could actually be COVID-free uh, based on how they set things up. So it's almost like if they had guidelines and you stuck to the, and you stuck to them, that it would be okay. If you just yeah, no socially sense. distanced and had testing and wore masks, if you didn't socially distance, that you probably wouldn't get the fucking virus. Yeah. Imagine fucking that. Yeah, sacrifice mm-hmm. a little bit of freedom for the greater good. If a millionaire can oh, do it, oh. can you imagine how much the, the fucking millionaires are sacrificing? I mean, yeah. all, they can't go to the fucking mansions. I mean, seriously. Like, if I was a millionaire, I'd be like, this is some bullshit. But obviously, I'm making money. So it's not all that much of bullshit. But, I mean, come on. It's not even about the players being millionaires. It's the, it's the people who sign their paychecks who are fucking still making money. So by them, by the by the players basically being in a bubble, the people who are signing the players' paychecks are making more money. Oh no, I'm I'm just saying like their their quality of, ge- their general quality of life is much poorer than it would have oh. been if they were at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it sucks being away from your. I mean, we 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 talked about it even in this cast. Being away from your family, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're on a trip and have to quarantine yourself, being away from your family fucking sucks. Even if you are a millionaire or a billionaire. So, I got again props to the NBA on that shit. Alright, Old Ninja, take us out! Well, on a quick note, I really wanted to hear Cronus talk about this jujitsu movie with uh, <laughs> Tony oh, John. Uh, we'll talk, we'll talk, about it. talk about that shit yeah, till we'll, next week. We'll wait till next week, but uh, <laughs> check us out. We're Black and Black Times Affinity, the Dankers podcast on the Thank internet. You. Check us out uh, with at BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Check out our official website, bithatproduction.com forward slash BTI. Twitter, BTI. Uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, uh, Spotify, Amazon Podcast Now, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, anywhere you can hear a podcast, we're on it. BTI. Uh, I think there's only one outlet we're not on. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll get. We'll get there. All up inside. Mm. Rathalos looks legit. <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs>